Views expressed by Casters Guild members are only the opinions of that member, and that could change from day to day. Guild members may use mature language, but that in no way means they are mature. Listener discretion is advised. We've taken the test and found out the true power of choice. The hypothesis has risen, and we learn to bend fate. But now it is time for the final revelation. Our destiny awaits. That's the spell we're casting tonight on Casters Guild. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Casters Guild. I am your guildmaster, Rick Perry, and I have never flunked a test. And I am your guildmaster, Baron Kane, and I don't even know what to think. These first two tests have definitely been a deep dive, so I'm I'm just a little off my game going into this one. Yeah, it's it's difficult to know how to prepare for one of these episodes. Mm-hmm. And the answer is you don't. Right. Exactly. So, as usual, we're going in mostly blind here. We don't know any of the questions that they're going to ask us or where this is going to lead. We're just going to kind of jump right in. Uh, If you haven't listened, um, this is one of the only time I'm going to say if you're joining this episode and you haven't listened to our podcast before, please go back and listen to the other test episodes. There's the one labeled The Test and the one labeled The Test Hypothesis Rising. Those are number one and two. We are now doing the test final revelation. That is the third in this series of games, which I got to give. I've got to give a lot of props to the developers because these have been extremely interesting. All right, with that, let's go ahead and click new game and jump into this thing. Before experiencing the test final revelation, it is highly recommended that you've played its prequels, the test, and the test hypothesis rising first before venturing into this experience. You will stand to gain a lot more from this experience if you played the first two titles, and this examination will also make a bit more sense, as it carries on from where the last examinations left off. I would like to urge you to go and play the test, followed by the test hypothesis rising, now before venturing forward, and follow the instructions listed throughout the games, as you will certainly get a bigger benefit overall by taking the test in the order they were meant to be taken in. Would you like to close this game now so you can have the opportunity to play the test and or the test two before playing the test three final revelation? You will not get a chance to exit the game until the experience is over if you choose to continue now. I have already played the test and the test two. I still think that all we have to do is just turn off the game. Right. (laughs) Well, then let us continue. Please make sure that you answer each question with the utmost honesty and that you take your time to answer the questions presented. Even answering one question improperly may drastically change your outcome. You cannot go back to answer questions you misanswered, so be sure to take your time. This is of utmost importance. When the sun comes crashing down and the heroes fade away, when darkness is all around and there is no light of day, I will come back for you so that you never feel alone. My spirit will push you through. Your heart will forever be my home. And when the world spirals into abyss, I will be standing there, your embrace so long I've missed, my soul, my love, I bear. And when every nerve has been left deadened and every ghost has left its shell, I will bring you back to your heaven as you've rescued me from my hell. So just to clarify for our viewers, we will both be answering these questions, Baron will be asking, but my answers will be the ones that we will enter. 
So when the result happens, that's what we're going to use. Another thing for our listeners. So we have opened on a scene of the characters who are asking the questions for test one and test two. The character of the test one being named Choice. I will be voicing Choice. And the character who is asking the questions in the test two named Fate. And Baron will be voicing Fate because we were asking the questions for those episodes. No matter what happens, I will always love you. Do you promise? With every ounce of my heart and each droplet of my soul, I swear to you. We are going to find a way out of here. Oh shit, we're romancing each other. Haven't we always been? Now. Oh? <laughs> yeah, you know. Caster's Guild slash Vic. <laughs> Guildmaster slash Guildmaster. <laughs> yeah, now we open on the third test proctor here for the third game of the test, and his name is Destiny. Hmm. I wasn't expecting you so soon, though I knew that one day we would meet in this room. You see, closely, I've been watching you, studying every breath and every move. Few of my former colleagues you may have met, and a slew of questions you've answered without regret. I may be similar, but unlike them still, I'll make you swallow the truth like a bitter pill. I will peel the emotion from your soul, and make you eat your feelings whole. The questions I ask may be hard to answer, but I will cut the truth from you like a cancer. Both of us know why you're here, to open up and cast out fear, to be as honest as you can, to take an angel's wing or devil's hand, and in the end we both will know how to escape your undertow. Time is on your side, but mistakes are not. Misanswered questions lead to misery rot. Take time to think before you decide. Dig deep for the answers that live inside. You may not go back, you may not return. Once a decision is made into your soul, it is burned. But before we continue, just know this. Your dishonesty would be very remiss. If your answers lack the guidance of truth, then your final destination will be rather uncouth. So with that being said, I need your heart's honesty. You can run from yourself, but you can't run from me. Now, let the examination begin. Destiny's a little long-winded. A little bit. You need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do you ever feel like you just aren't good enough? Yes. Yeah. Definitely yeah. had that feeling before. Duh. Do you ever feel like you put more effort into friends or relationships than others put back into you? Yes. Yep. Um, but I didn't but used I to feel like that, but then mm -hmm. point, people pointed it out to me that I was doing that. But that doesn't mean I have, while I have placed boundaries of myself, so like I'm not draining my own mental and physical health for someone else, I also give everything that I can anyway, regardless of whether or not I'm getting anything back. Yeah, I, I will say that I do feel like I put more effort into friends and relationships than I put back, but I also know that I feel like the opposite. Like, mm. I don't put enough in. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, I know that I don't. I know that there are situations where the, the other parties involved do put more energy in, and sometimes I do feel bad about it, but, again, there's only so much I can do, and like you said, boundaries. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel like both both are true for me as well, but it's like, do you ever feel like, in which case, yes. Yes, I oh, do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel like your life is going nowhere? 
I don't. I now say, do you ever feel like it? Yes, I would. I'm gonna have to answer this. Yes, but I should clarify. At this point, it gets to a point where I don't ever feel like it's going nowhere, but I don't necessarily feel like where it's going is somewhere good. Now, oh, that's you know what? That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Like it's I, always I, moving forward, whether I want it to or not. But is that place? But there have been times in my life where I have felt like it was going nowhere. Yes. Right. Yeah, and I and I believe that maybe in this case, some place not good is nowhere. I believe that's kind of what they're implying. Sure. Do you ever feel like you're trapped in limbo? I uh, see. Now this is different. Okay. This this is where you could say no, because like you said, you're always moving. You're always moving somewhere. Right. It's just not necessarily where I want to go. So yeah, I think this would be a no. Yeah, for me, it's a yes. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by seemingly trivial tasks? Yes. And that seems well. Yeah, that that also <laughs> seems very um, based off of the perspective of the person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I could be like, man, these are trivial tasks, and someone's like, what the hell are you talking about? That's hard as fuck. Uh huh. Absolutely. But, yeah, like uh, I've yeah. shown, I've shown my wife what I do for work before, like stuff that puts me to sleep and makes me yawn when I'm entering all the data and the Excel spreadsheets, and like mm -hmm. her eyes glaze over and get like wide, and she's like, "How do you even?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Are you sometimes afraid of what your future may hold? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I'd say fear of what's ahead and not knowing what it's going to be might be one of my biggest fears, if not my largest fear. Mm -hmm. It also kind of falls into the fear of the unknown kind of thing. Of course. Do you believe that your friends always treat you the way you deserve to be treated? No, but, but they're human. Like, I forgive them for that, because how could they I possibly know 100% of the time? I, I think I'm going to I'm going to go a little outside the box here. And, you know, I'm not trying to say this to change your answer, mm -hmm. but I'm going to say I'm going to say yes. OK, I do believe that my friends always treat me the way I deserve because if they don't treat me well, then they're not my friends. Now, okay. they, can, they, they can talk to me firmly. They can disagree with what I say. Mm -hmm. They can even get mad at me. But it's how they handle that emotion is what would make them my friend. So I think that, yes, my friends do deserve treat me the way I deserve. See, it's it's the word always that hangs me up, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. humans make mistakes, right? Like, I've had some of my best friends just, like, they get super angry, they aren't themselves, and, like, they say something they don't mean or maybe treat me a way I don't deserve to be treated. And then pretty quickly they're ready to apologize and realize what they've done wrong and, like, you know, quote-unquote repenting for their actions. So right. it's, it's that word always that hangs up on me, right? Because, like, everybody makes mistakes sometimes. And I will say this, that, yes, I think I'm taking into account that, yes, people will make mistakes. Yeah. Um, so I, I, would still say, I would still say yes, but you, by all means, stick with no. Are you afraid of being the last person alive in your social circle? No. No. Because, one, I, I don't see that happening. Same. So I'm definitely not afraid of it. And, two... My social circle is always growing and changing. So, mm -hmm. like, it's almost impossible. Like, the way right. I make friends that even if all the rest of my friends died, new ones are always moving in. Yeah, exactly. Are you afraid of the existence of an afterlife and what that might mean for you? I'm going to assume that this is basically saying, 
are you afraid of the existence of an afterlife not are you afraid of the lack of existence of an afterlife i think it could be either this could mean are you afraid of the lack of there being an afterlife and the fact that there's nothing after this does that scare you i'm going to say honestly yes i am afraid because a if i'm right it's not going to be good right b if i'm wrong it's not going to be good (laughs) so yeah i am going to say no because the the afterlifes at least i've been exposed to the ones i'm on the fence between is either no afterlife or a christian afterlife and either there is no afterlife in which case not being alive i've done that before technically right before you were born whatever it was like before you were born would be what it was like after you died so that doesn't necessarily scare me and if the christian afterlife is true which is the other one that i have toyed with the idea with if there truly is an all-knowing all-loving all-merciful god i don't think that i would spend eternity in such a way that would scare me so i'm gonna say no fair do you feel as though you're wanted in life yes yes my yeah i would yeah go ahead my daughter my wife and my closest friends have made me feel very wanted throughout my life yeah i will say that um yeah i i also feel wanted and and i will say that just as a caveat i am made to feel wanted so it's not just me like you know Oh, I'm sure there's someone out there who wants me around. No, I there are people in my life who make me feel like I'm valuable in their life. So, yeah, absolutely. Yes, same. And there are more examples of people who make me feel valuable than those I named. Right, we just don't right, have obviously. time for that. <laughs> right. Do you ever feel like you just don't belong? Yes, depending on where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, there have been rooms I've walked into then gone, this is not the place for me. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely I, not. <laughs> I do not fit in here. Do you ever feel like a burden? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sure. Yep. Especially in in the society we live in today, being a man, being masculine in general, your value is 100% based off of like what you can do for somebody your complete identity as a man is just like do you provide any value to other people and if not you're not a man so when you are not providing that kind of value you immediately feel like a burden not only that if someone has to help you with anything so true automatically that guilt kicks in that programmed guilt yeah kicks in now just to be clear i don't think either of us agree with that should be the way it is but right right have you ever felt left out yeah sure absolutely absolutely these sometimes with these tests it's like some of these feel obvious you know what i think though if this test is worth its weight it's probably they're asking us questions where it's like like have you ever felt left out if you're saying no you're probably lying I mean, yeah. by all means, call me out on this. But if you're saying no, you've never felt left out, you're probably lying. So it's like testing you to see. Right, right. It's testing your uh, your, your lying honesty. threshold, your honesty threshold. <laughs> Have you ever felt like a failure? Yes. Fuck yes. And it's fucked up because 
I, I still to this day feel like one particular area of my life was me being a failure, despite repeated attempts by everyone around me to tell me that I'm not. Right. I just don't see how they're right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things, if you're ever going to get past it, it's going to be of your own volition. Like, you're going to mm-hmm. have to see it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt like you just weren't attractive enough? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I mean... I think I was yeah. watching Nick Kroll stand up, and he mm-hmm. was like, is there anybody in this world who, like, looks in the mirror and likes what they see? Like, 100%. Like, there's, like, Lizzo and, like, certain overconfident white guys who just, like, look in the mirror and go, (laughs) yeah, totally. (laughs) So, so Lizzo and Patrick Bateman? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's it. (laughs) Um, I, you know what, though? I, I will say this. I do believe, I do believe that there are people out there who wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, and just love themselves. Do I think that they have felt like that all the time? Probably not. Mm Mm-mm. But I think that there are people out there that don't even don't even uh, factor attractiveness into their self worth, which is amazing. Yeah, keep keep, so, keep killing it. <laughs> if you are one of those people, do not let anything we say detract you from doing exactly that because what nope. we should all be doing. Find all these answers are just reflections of us, mm-hmm. not you. We know we are flawed. We know that there are things about us that aren't particularly where they should be right you keep slaying have you ever worked yourself sick yes what what does that mean like have you ever physically worked so much like that you get physically sick for example the uh, the thing that immediately comes to my mind is when i moved into this house there i had two days to do it we were supposed to have like a whole month but due to paperwork and stuff like that there was like two days until i was evicted from my apartment like and that's the day we got the house so i had like two days to move in and we had to paint the entire interior of the house first so in two days we painted the entire interior of the house moved it's your house why did you have to paint it before you moved in it it's an ocd thing and it was something that me and tiffany wanted to do it was we had already bought the paint we hated the color that was already in the house you were making it sound like it was like the agreement of buying the house i'm like i apologize i can understand why it would sound sound like that (laughs) but no um so in that amount of time and i remember day three after we had done everything my mom had come out to help us and we were just walking around walmart getting some stuff like she had she was there to buy me a grill as my housewarming gift and like get stuff for us to cook for dinner and like in the middle of walmart just like from the third day after like i think between those three days i had like four to six hours of sleep total all of which i had been like moving furniture and working really hard and i began to shake and like have a panic attack and later on i threw up just from working myself literally until i was sick oh yeah i i will say that i don't think i've ever gotten like physically ill like sick like uh Mm -hmm. nauseous or or even like been laid up in bed because i was you know like literally sick um but i mean i have worked myself to the point where i've just wasn't seeing straight was Mm -hmm. just hallucinating and eventually just got home and just crashed in bed and was asleep for like 12 hours i'd count that Um, so yeah sure okay sure i'd say yes absolutely 
Do you ever have racing thoughts at night that make it difficult for you to get to sleep? Yeah, I would say yeah. Also, when I wake up in the morning and like I'm up a little too early and I try to go back to sleep and my thoughts won't let me. I would say this is a problem I have had before, but it's not a problem I have anymore. My wife actually kind of hates me for it that like when I when I hit my head hits the pillow, I fall asleep. So it's it's interesting the way they pose the question. It's not like have you ever, but like do you ever? As in like is it currently like a thing that happens ever? I I would I would say that this is a question asking if this is currently happening. Do you ever have thoughts at night? I'm going to say no then. Because it's not something that's currently happening. Are you afraid to ask for help? Well, (laughs) we kind of already talked about this. Yeah. Um, I will say that while I don't, I wouldn't consider myself afraid to ask for help. I I do believe that this is, that is a product of me deprogramming myself though. Yeah. I would say, I'm going to have to say yes, because while I am afraid, I'll still do it. Like, bravery yeah. is not the absence of fear. It's like, you know, like, I'm still brave enough to ask for help, but I'm still afraid to ask for help at times. So yeah, that works. Yes. Yep. I am afraid to ask for help. Do you feel like people often criticize you? Yes. Yeah. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I am still, like, feeling like everybody hates me at work, and I've been there almost a year now. <laughs> I, I find that highly unlikely, but I don't know the people at your work, so I can't for certain say I can't I can't be like to console you and come like that people don't hate I, I don't know, but I find that highly unlikely. Do you ever feel judged by your friends or family? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Unjustly. Unjustly though. Yeah. Like I, I feel like the times I have been judged by my family like there have been times I've been judged and it was totally For sure. To- totally warranted agreed um but yeah it's weird because like the times i've been judged by like my family specifically it's like no that's not warranted that's not warranted at all i don't know if that sounds weird but no because i 100 percent agree with you and i feel like the same thing i feel like a lot of times it comes from especially from family and especially from family who i don't live near anymore they're so sure they knew know who i am Mm-hmm. Because they've always known who I am. And actually, this happens even with family that's close. But they're so sure because, like, they knew who I was as a kid. They knew who I was as a teenager. That, like, those things haven't changed. And those are what's going into their thoughts as they judge me. And it's like, I'm not even that person anymore. I can't even recognize that dude anymore. Like, we're so different. But it's one of those things where I probably do the same thing. I mean, like once you feel like, you know, a person, it's difficult to change that preconception in your head. It's true. Do you ever wonder what your purpose is in life? Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder not, that. Not anymore. No. Okay, well, that's nope. good. Nope. I feel like I wonder and- less because I feel like it also, it doesn't necessarily matter. And also I feel like the question of what is my purpose kind of insinuates that, that, you were created for a particular thing. And I feel like that's kind of reductive. Well, I believe I created my purpose. Hey, like I, I manifested my own purpose. There you go. I don't know if, if anything, I feel like everyone's purpose is just to, to live the best life they can and live a life they can be proud of and that they enjoy. I I Um, believe. Yeah. I believe that that is definitely the general purpose that everybody should live by. Yeah. You're here for a good time. Not a long time. But yeah, I definitely do wonder. I wonder. 
If you could turn back time for any reason, would you? I've thought about this a lot before. Like, if I could just go back, especially, like, right after I do something, like, I'm like, if I could go back just, like, 15 seconds and just change that one thing, like, it would be so much easier. But at the same time, every mistake I've made has led me to where I am now. And there are certain things in my life right now that I wouldn't change for anything. So while I have thought about it before, like, I feel like if someone actually gave me the ability to do so, I don't think I would. Yeah, I would say I, I will go agree with you in that going back like 15 seconds or like maybe yesterday. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? I need I need to do this day over again. I need to do I need a I need a mulligan on this day. I could I could see myself doing that. And that, that kind of counts as a yes for this. But like going back 15 years, 20 years, I, I can't. But even I can't do it. I've, I've thought about this extensively because because. Like, if I ever thought if I had wished for a superpower, it'd be time travel or, like, that undo button, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I definitely wouldn't go back 15 years and change something, right? Because of the things it's led me to. But mm-hmm. if I agree to go back that 15 seconds, who knows what I've changed in my future now? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, well, imagine 15 years ago, you went back that 15 seconds and made that change. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, all my mistakes have led up to where I am now. So, I don't even think I could bring myself to go back to 15 seconds at this point that's fair not saying that your answer is wrong just saying that's why oh, i'm no, no, still no. saying no yeah no that's fair would you say that you have many regrets in your life i feel like we just in a roundabout way just kind of talked about this kind of like there kind are definitely of. things i regret in my life things i've thought about it like if i could go back and change them but at this I point mean, i wouldn't go back and change them do i still call them regrets at that point I'm going to go so far as to say, yes, I have regrets in my life, but I'm kind of happy they happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The yes. Yes. So I'm still going to say yes, but that doesn't mean I would change them. Right. Does meeting new people for the first time make you uncomfortable? Yes, but I also believe in fake it till you make it. Like, I meet new people and I am uncomfortable, but I pretend that I'm not until I'm not. Man, I'll tell you, it really depends on the perps on the person. Yeah, I, I can meet a brand new person and just be completely like, hey, what's going on? You know, I'm only going to know you for five seconds. So mm-hmm. depends know, on the person, even... the situation, the the setting, the time. Yeah. So I will say, yes, it does sometimes, but it's not a thing for me, you know. Right. Just looking out your window at night make you feel uneasy. Uh, yes, actually, that's one of my phobias. Really? I did not I... know that about you. I am afraid that if I'm looking out a window at night, someone's go- I'm someone is going to be watching me from out there, and not just unseen. Like I'm going to look out there and see a face, right, looking back at me from like the bushes, or you know what I mean. So like, I I will say like you know those those scary tricks that people do where like a thing pops up in front of the window and it's like a little mannequin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you would lose me as a friend. <laughs> I, this should be a thing, for, that 100% should be a thing for me. Like, we should share that as a phobia. Because when I was really young, we're talking, like, elementary school age, there was, I want to say a couple weeks, where there were, where I was in, like, my room with my stepbrother, and, like, we'd go to bed at night, and, like, someone would come and knock on our window. Oh, fuck that. And it got to the point where, and, like, to this point, I still don't know if it was a prank our parents were playing or what. But at the same time, I don't think it was 
because like it got to the point where my dad had his best friend Edgar you've met uh, over the podcast creeping around our backyard with a loaded crossbow waiting to see somebody knock on our window oh shit it was a problem um like they'd go out there yelling and screaming like who's doing this like what's going on and we never found out what was happening or who was doing it we never had an explanation so this should be a thing for me but for some reason it's not i enjoy looking out my window at night and like seeing the stars and i don't know now as a juxtaposition to your story let me tell you where my phobia come from Mm -hmm. uh saturday night live really saturday night live they were spoofing the twilight zone and they had the cone heads on board uh, on on the on this uh skit Mm -hmm. and the dude was on the plane he looked out the window and there was fucking dan Aykroyd sitting there (laughs) right at the window looking in and it scared the shit out of me right and just now it's a thing for you yep yeah i get it to the point to the point that the actual scene in twilight zone fucks me up all right so i'm, I'm gonna mark this as no and they're gonna think something's up with how long it took us to answer this question oh right right right. but uh yeah that sh- it should be a thing for me too but it's not do you sometimes double check that your doors are locked even though you're certain that you've already locked them no i'm really bad about that what this yeah, is another I'm... thing my wife hates about me that like i will literally forget to lock our doors sometimes yeah same do you ever feel like life is moving too slow fuck no i have a kid <laughs> exactly too fast yeah if anything too fast. way too fast yeah i mean what you have a you have a two-year-old now i have a nine-year-old it's it's moving <laughs> way too fast i have a two-year-old that turns five in january <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Um, oh, yes. I just, we oh, just answered that. Do you? Oh, no, no, no. It was moving too slow. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, well, yes. Okay. It changed words. It changed yes. words. Do you ever feel like life is moving too fast? I'm sorry. I didn't read this. Yes. Time. Yes. I do feel like life is moving too fast. <laughs> do you feel uncomfortable when you're home alone? No. I, I mean, fucking love it. <laughs> I mean, it. not that I don't love my family, but like sometimes alone time is fucking nice. Right, it happens to me all the time. Would you consider yourself to be a thoughtful person? Yeah, I believe. Now, when he says thoughtful, is he saying, you know, with gifts, you know, you know, or are we like introspective and you know, lost in thought? So I'm, think, I, I'm thinking he means like with gifts and stuff. My first thought was like, are you thoughtful to other people? Like, are you thoughtful of other people's thoughts and emotions and like kind of almost empathetic? So that was my first thought. And that's how these these things work is you're supposed to go with your first thought on what they mean. So, yes. Would you consider yourself to be superficial? No, no. There was a time in my life. I was definitely superficial, but no. I'm probably the least superficial person you will ever meet. (laughs) I'm the best at being not superficial, actually what no that's good that's good thank you thank you do you ever judge others by the way they look or dress i mean technically yes Yes. technically yeah i mean especially if like if i see somebody wearing like a supernatural shirt i'm gonna be like that's a supernatural fan and i'm judging that person based on how they dress you know it's look and i'll just say it right now if i see you wearing a maga hat i'm just gonna assume you're a piece of shit Uh, yeah yeah I'll put it out there. I don't care. 
I'm assuming they meant judge negatively. Yeah. Yes. If you're walking down a street in a white hood, I'm going oh, to Oh yeah, I'm that that's immediate. You. That's immediate. That might be on site. Ugh. Yeah. Would you consider yourself to be high maintenance? Sometimes. Sometimes yes. Sometimes no. In general but, though. Like more uh, times than say, not. I would say my intrusive thoughts make me feel like I'm high maintenance, but for the most part, I really think that I'm a guy that who would be happy with the bare minimum. Yeah. Feed me, let me play video games, rub my belly. That's all I need. Oh, oh, if we're just if we're talking about like in a relate <laughs> a relationship <laughs> talk to me. I don't even you know what? You don't even have to cook for me. Oh, I, mean, I I'm cook. Talk, I'm talking I'm bare just, minimum. Yeah. Talk to me, cuddle with me, have sex with me. Boom. That's it. Yeah. We will figure out the food thing. We will figure out everything else. That's that's whatever. Yeah, we're neither of us are high maintenance. We're gonna say no. no. Have you ever been bullied by someone you cared about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's another uh, one I feel like is a universal experience, but not necessarily, I guess. Have you ever been a bully to someone you care about? I'm sure I have. Yeah. I'm sure I have, but I, I was the biggest bully to my younger brother for quite some time, and I've apologized to him for it. Uh, it sucks that I was that way. That sometimes that's how, old, and sometimes that's how older and younger brothers are. But that does not excuse it. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was definitely bullied to someone that I care about. Do you try to keep a low profile to avoid attention from others while in a crowded area? No. I mean, like, all the time? I mean, sometimes I do, sure, but... No. If anything, like, I'm that friend that, like, when I'm traveling with a group of friends in a crowded area, they're like, dude, shut up. Like, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> yeah, I'll say I, I don't necessarily do, but there are times when I do, but those are just circumstantial times. Sure. Do you actively try to avoid busy places? Uh, yeah, actually, yes. Depends on how yeah. busy... Like, and as I older, the older I get, the more actively I'll try to avoid busy places. And I guess it also depends on how badly I need to be at said busy place. Right. And it's not necessarily about there being a bunch of people around. It's about like, oh God, I, I feel like such a dad, but like, it's about like getting in, getting parking, like getting out. How long am I going to sit there and be uncomfortable? Like it's, but there are things that are worth it, you know? Like, I'm not going to spend, I will never in my life spend New Year's at Times Square, even if I have, like, the opportunity, just because I don't want to deal with that many people in that kind of crowd for that kind of thing. So I guess I'm going to say yes. Okay. Would you sometimes rather be alone than surrounded by people you care about? Yes. Sometimes, sure. There yeah. are sometimes when, like, being alone with your thoughts is necessary. Yeah, absolutely. I would say... I it's more likely that I'd be like to be surrounded by people I actually care about. Um, not just by people, but people I care about. It's more likely that that's what I want. But there are times when I'd rather be alone. I assume you're going to say something similar. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I, every, you took the words right out of my mouth. It's sometimes I, I mean, I like to be alone sometimes. I mean, I love, I love my kiddo. I love, you know, my friends, but you know, I, I will say that while I would love to have her near me at all times, sometimes we will just be in our separate rooms and we just need that alone time. Mm -hmm. Just knowing that someone's in the other room and available, like yeah. if you needed them, th sometimes that's enough. Right. Does making phone calls make you feel uncomfortable? 
God, I hope not. Not anymore. Yeah, I mean, there was job. a time. There was a time when I'd be like, man, I would do anything not to make this phone call, but not anymore. Yeah, I will say that if the option is available to me, I will text all day. But for the most part, yeah, I, I will. I, I mean, hell, I make calls for a living. So, are you sometimes afraid to confront people, even when they do something that bothers you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You never know how somebody's going to respond to confrontation. That doesn't necessarily mean I won't do it, but yeah, sure. I'm yeah. afraid to confront people sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want there to be like, you know, first off, like if something makes me uncomfortable or bothers me, I don't want to confront somebody and then just be like, oh, wait, was I wrong about this? Mm. Was, that, was I wrong? Um, and then then I don't want to be gaslit to be made to think that I was wrong because right. I'm going to believe it. And then if the type of person, if they're a type of person who's doing something that bothers you, a lot of times they're not the kind of people who are going to change it if you confront them. You know, right, exactly. like if anything, the confrontation is just going to bother you more. It's like, is it worth it to confront this person for more headache? Right. Do you feel com uncomfortable when committing to definitive plans for the future? I do, and I don't know why. If it's definitive plans, no. Because that means I've already checked my calendar and I'm like, okay, I'm good for this. If anything, it makes me feel secure to have a definitive plan because at least I know what I'm doing that day. If anything, committing to not definitive plans. Like if they're like, oh, we're definitely going to go out on this day. And then I'm like, okay, so what are we doing? Oh, we'll figure it out. Then that makes me a little bit more uncomfortable. But definitive plans... No, that doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I, 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 I like I said, I, I don't know why. Sure. I don't know why, but yeah, it's weird. Could just be a uh, a locking you down sort of thing. Like you don't like not having the freedom of choosing yeah. what you're going to be doing that day. I've, I've thought about that, and that, mm -hmm. that is definitely one of the options. Uh, another one is I don't want to disappoint somebody mm. if I need to cancel. It, it's 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 weird. Right. I don't think that's weird. I, I, it's... It sucks that you're not able to nail it down for yourself, but I don't think it's weird. Okay. Do you ever feel like no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to stay motivated? Yeah. Yep. I'm working on it, though. Mm -hmm. I'm working on it. Your boy your boy is newly medicated. <laughs> and he's working on getting his shit together. Yeah, there's a certain point where if you have... If you're neurodivergent, then you're going to need to get me medicated. Not to say that everyone does. But if your brain can't make certain chemicals that you need in order to stay motivated, store-bought is fine. Yep. Do you ever feel that you're failing those who care about you most? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially there, when it comes to the big things. There hasn't been a year for the past at least 13 years that I haven't felt like a failure in some way. Mm -hmm. Does driving a vehicle give you anxiety? No. Not anymore. No, I don't think it ever did, honestly. I was really nervous when I was learning how to drive. My mom will tell you, that poor woman trying to teach me how to drive, I was terrible. I, like, I was always afraid, skittish about everything about driving. I would say that I don't think learning how to drive should count. Because that's almost like learning something new. I think that this is kind of, well, I guess my gut reaction was this is just driving in general. Well, learning, learning something, learning to drive is just learning something new. You just happen to be in, you know, a 2000 pound death machine. That's true. 
but I will say mine lasted way longer than it should have. Oh, okay, yeah. If it like, lasted, yeah, yeah. I because yeah, I think my first really anxiety driving was when I was trying to learn how to drive stick. Yeah, and yes, that gave me a lot of anxiety, but I don't count it because mine was every time I got into the car, any car, and it lasted well until after I had my driver's license. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm fine with it now. If anything, I find it kind of relaxing driving for long distances. So I'm still going to say no, because it doesn't now. But, like, it did at one point in time. Gotcha. Are you afraid of exploring new places by yourself? No. In fact, sometimes I do it on purpose. I will say, again, circumstantial. Sometimes, yes. Sure. Sometimes, yes. Like, I don't think that I would be happy going into the woods at night. Sure. If you're not familiar with those woods, I get it. It's a new yeah. place. Um, I was actually near woods with one other person, and I was still kind of like, oh boy, it's creepy here. I don't know if I want to be here for very long. I'll agree with that, but this is one of those ones where it's not saying, do you ever? It's like saying in general, are you afraid of? So mm-hmm. I'd say more often than not, I'm not afraid. Like, I'm excited to explore a new place. So Yeah, I, yeah, I will say if they if they mean like, you know, yeah, again, it just in general, mm-hmm. no, probably not. Have you ever carried an object around with you that made you feel more uncomfortable? Huh? More comfortable. Oh, 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 I thought it said uncomfortable. Wow. Made you feel more comfortable. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, definitely uh, done it with keychains uh, when I was younger. Certain jewelry. And now, like, I have to be honest, my cell phone makes me feel more comfortable. <laughs> like, if oh. I have it, I carry it around all the time, and it makes me feel more comfortable that I have it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. If I told you that I could guess your name correctly right now, would you believe me? No. No. And yes. Answer- yes, oh, yeah? because this game is installed on my computer. Oh. And I believe, yeah. like, it could look into my files and game- guess my name correctly. Well, I'm going to say no, because it's not in my game. Yeah. If this shit says Rick and Baron, though, I swear to God. <laughs> hmm. Well, based on the answers you've provided me so far, if I were to take a guess, I would say your name starts with the letter M, doesn't it? No. That makes sense. Let's be real here. There's literally no way I'd be able to guess your name just by your answers. That would be ridiculous. That's true. Besides, all of you humans look alike to me anyhow. Hey... Does being around animals bring you a sense of peace? Nah. No, no. Not, um, not a sense of peace. No. I mean, I like hanging out with my dog, but it's not like I didn't have a sense of peace and then my dog wanders over and now I didn't. No, I would say no. Do you sometimes believe your loved ones are lying to you when they say that they care? No. no. I, I When I was a teenager, an angsty teenager, sure. But now, no. Yeah, no. No, I believe it. It wouldn't be my loved one if I didn't believe them. That's true. Do you ever feel like you push your loved ones away? Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I I convince myself it's for their own good. That's that's a rough one. That's just something that it's difficult to 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 get past. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how he says. "Mm." (laughs) I'm going to have to stop you there. (laughs) The truth that pours forth is incredibly clear. I hope that you're being honest for your own health. Yeah. You can try to lie, but you'll be cheating yourself. Yeah, we figured that out with the first two games. I'd like to move on to the next phase of the test. Let's go. A series of pictures to give your brain a rest. 
You're going to tell me what emotional response they bring out. Which will show me what your mind is pondering about. So feast your eyes upon the art. And let me into that precious heart. For starters, what emotion do you feel is most present in this picture? Okay, so this is going to be tough for our listeners. Because he's literally showing us pictures that are going to be next to impossible to describe. So hopefully you can pay, play this game for yourself. We'll probably just try to move through this section as quick as possible. Yep. I mean, we can always just describe it, too. It's like a weird... Yeah. Well, I think if we try to describe it, too, it might... So first impressions, I'm going to say the best I got is chaos. Same. Same. But I'm um, going to say it because it looks kind of like a multi-pointed star, which is like kind of like the symbol of chaos. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and it's kind of like swirling, spiraling blue and purple Mm -hmm. squares and angles. And yeah, I'm going to say chaos as well. Okay. Oh, 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 it's just one picture. We got multiple questions about the same picture. Yeah, I'm going to say this time I'm going to say beautiful, though. Mm. I would say I'm sticking with beautiful. I would say manic. Okay. Um, This picture honestly makes me a little uncomfortable. If I look at it too long. But that's fair that you would say beautiful. Like, I see the beauty in it. Mm-hmm. What do you think this picture is called? Oh, I like cel- I, Celestial Stare. I immediately really wanted to say Celestial Stare. Yep. So, yep. yeah, I think we're, we're that's where we're going to go. Very interesting. Moving on. What emotion do you feel is present in this picture? Um, This picture many- is kind of like swirly shades of green but like the the look like they end in like sharp points yeah i would say depression i was gonna say depression too isn't that crazy and then toxic toxic immediate toxic oh Oh, same wavelength bud yep you think this picture is called uh 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 i'm you know i'm gonna go with actually corruption wave that was my first one. I was thinking maybe Destroyer of Sense, but Corruption Wave. I like. I do like Corruption Wave, so that's what we're going to call it. I see. Next, we have this one. Ooh. This one almost looks like uh, two opposing forces coming at each other. Like, it's two blue ovals, but, like, where they connect, it's kind of like a, a gold wave coming off of it, almost like a Venn diagram. Now, I think that this is where we're going to differ. But I'm going to say joy. The colors immediately make me want to say joy. But I think I want to call it relaxation. I'm going to call it relaxation. Okay. But I see where you're coming from with joy. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going with that. What word do you feel describes this picture best? Um, I'm going with glorious because it does seem to have that glory kind of feel to it. I was sitting here struggling with this list, and Glorious is actually what my mind rested on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we're going to... That's exactly what happened to me. I was like, just kind of mm-hmm. like, boop, 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 Ooh, reflection of the universe. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, stop yep. reading my mind. God. Yep. Noted. Now I'm going to show you this picture of a couple boobies. <laughs> what do you think of these? That's not what he said. I'm sorry. They're Take a look bad. at this one. Oh, man, if these are boobies... Okay. Oh, oh. see now, now I kind of want to go back to joy. Well, it's that bright light. Yeah, it's that bright light that is popping in there. 
Um, like if, if 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 it were an option, like hope is immediately what like this one yes, would speak exactly. to me is hope. Exactly. Um. So what we have here is on the sides. There's like two like dark green shapes with like a big blue opening in the center with a bright light at the end of it. But I think joy is the closest thing we can get to hope. I so, think so yeah. I think yep. I'm gonna go with joy for this one. Sure. Word would you feel describes the picture best? Uh, gateway um, immediately i think gateway yeah i wanted to read the other ones but absolutely gateway mm -hmm. it's that blue square yep your eyes immediately drawn to it uh, i think we know what this is gonna be a dimension door <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, this is light at the end of the tunnel right i mean like from what right. i've described um yeah these two D, D nerds aren't going to choose dimension door for what is obviously a dimension door <laughs> That's no, it isn't destiny. You can cast. That's peculiar. <laughs> it is not. You can cast Dimension Door. You know what it's about. And how about this one? Jesus Christ! How many pictures you got in your camera? Oh God! Like, oh, this is depression. Uh, I feel like after seeing the other one and comparing the two, this is more you know, numbness. You know to Actually, me. you know what? I changed it to it's relaxation to me. Oh, okay relaxation to me because it, it doesn't feel oh well i can see where it'd be numb too yeah depending on how someone is looking at it but relaxation for me if you have any more relaxation it goes into numbness though. that's true that's true so yeah, i'm gonna click numbness just but i i can see both yeah. sides yeah yeah and what word i'm gonna say abyssal that was the first thing that i looked at when i saw this same same like even before we got to that list Ooh, ooh, ooh! These are all good. Oh uh, God, these are all good. They are. I'm gonna have to go with Nest of Darkness. Mm, I was. Mm, that is not going to be the one I'm going with. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be the first one we disagree with. I think. Yeah. Oh God, these are all good. They are good. Just so let the, the, our listeners know, the the names of this one are Nests of Darkness, The Abyssal Gaze, Shrouded Misery, Energy Crown and darkness forming i'm i'm going with darkness forming okay that's good though i will make note of that and this good lord destiny <laughs> in this year oh 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 are we back to joy this, this one like joy again. this one's relaxing to me and i, I can't tell you exactly why it could be like the flowing u shapes are almost like cradle like and it's like cradling the light I wish you guys could see these pictures. If Get you were part of our Patreon, you could see these pictures because you could be here with us recording this episode right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with relaxation for this one. What word describes it best? Prismatic. Yeah. Of of the ones presented. It's, I'm... it's very literal, though. Yeah. What do you think this picture is called? I like Mind's Eye. I like that one, too. I like Forest of Depth more, though. Oh, I like it. I do still prefer Mind's Eye, though. Sure. I see. Oh, really? Jesus Christ. His camera roll is never-ending. <laughs> Destiny, you have such weird pictures in your camera roll. Oh, don't look at this one. I'm sorry. This one, for me, is numbness. Okay. I'm having trouble with this one. I mean, I feel like I almost want to go numbness just because it doesn't make me feel anything. Because mm, I, I don't feel anything about this. So, yeah, let's go with numbness. I'm going with uh, planetary. 
Because mm. when, when I first looked at this, I felt like I was just out in space watching everything else happen. I like that. I like that. It's hard not to click bosoms. Oh, bosoms. I always want to click bosoms, though. <laughs> but I like I like the planetary. I like that. Bosoms. <laughs> what do you think this picture is called? Growth seed mothers? I don't like these. Forming uh, Earth, I think, is going to be the closest one for me. What do you think? That seems to be the closest one to me, too. Yeah. I didn't like this one in general. This picture and the line of questioning following this particular picture. Yeah, I didn't like I didn't this one. I didn't necessarily dislike it. It's mm -hmm. just, it's weird to be here. I am kind of seeing wings now that I, like, double, that I look oh, at yeah. it with, like, feathers, but... Mm -hmm. How about this? Oh, anger! Yeah, this is going to be the one that's closest to but, anger yeah, we've shown this so is far. Just fire. It's fire and, and bright lines. It's And it's sharp anger. angles. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, anger. Anger. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! Fury torment, shattered fault, uh, brimstone volcano torment fury. Might be kind fault. of basic, but I'm just gonna say fury. Uh, yeah, I'm going with fury. Inferno gate. Yeah, like the the great big diamond mm -hmm. shape. Yeah, like the yeah that makes it kind of look gate ish. So yeah, inferno. I kind of want to. I kind of want to put an inferno gate in one one of my games now. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. You say that. Oh, is it? How about this one here? Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, this is very um, symmetrical. I almost want to go back to relaxation for this one. I was, I was leaning towards relaxation as well. Let's go, that, let's go with that then. Sure. Relaxation. Stick with your gut. Oh, I see you're trying to get me to answer it in a particular way, which I guess... <laughs> yeah. Analyzing is kind of how... You're right. Analyzing. Yep, analyzing. Yep. Oh, the data sphere? Incubation of dreams? Oh, I like that one. Incubation of dreams. That's the first thing that uh, I thought, too. Like, I was looking at the other ones and trying to see if any of them match better, but Incubation of dreams, I like it. I don't even know if it matches it the best, but I like it. And it also leans back into relaxation. Right. Well, uh, I will make note of that. Which might be one of the reasons I liked it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now this one. What emotion do you feel is most present in this picture? Again, I'm going back to joy. Uh, I'm going joy, though, because of it reminds me of this Oracle deck that I have. Oh, okay. I didn't know what to think at first, but like now I kind of see coming off the ends here, like almost like open arms. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with joy, too. What word would you describe this best? Birth? Yeah, birth is good. I was I was going back and forth between womb and birth, which like yeah, have a very yeah. similar see so yeah, a birth. Mm -hmm. Going down. Stop it. Um <laughs> I'm I'm saying birthplace of dreams. It hits me in a good place. Absolutely. Same. Interesting. Take a look at this. Uh, oh. Uh, what emotion do you feel? I'm going with chaos again. Yeah, there's like chaos. no, there's no Nothing. pattern it's or broken, shattered, flying everywhere. Mm -hmm. Broken, I said it. Yeah, I and I got it. immediately agreed with you too. So yeah, yep. I broke you, man. You're <laughs> you're killing me, man. Uh, the crystal verse, planar zone. I'm not gonna lean into the broken thing. I don't know. These names are. Sorry, Destiny, the names for this one is dumb. Yeah, they're kind of cheesy. I guess I'm going to go with Planar Zone. Yeah, sure. 
That's probably the better one, I guess. Yeah. Huh? I know that's not how he said it, but we're almost <laughs> done. What emotion do you feel present in this picture? Uh, fuck, I'm leaning back into chaos again. This is like a combination. Like, to me, it looks like a combination of the one I said was depression and mm -hmm. the one I said was uh, relaxation. Oh, okay. Which doesn't make me... Like, I, it reminds me of both, so I don't know how to feel about it. Kind of chaotic, I'd say. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, yeah, go with, we'll go with chaos I, then. I'll, I'll, I'll explain my chaos. It, like, chaos in not necessarily a bad way. This mm. is just the chaos of life. Sure. Uh, oh, really? I don't see any of these. Arc? What, what the fuck? Slime? Vapor? Melting? Drool? I don't... If, this is, if this it's is a deep... any of them, I guess it's, say, like, arc. Sure. The Jowls of Death. The planet Cradle. Ooh, I like Planet Cradle. Mm, me planet too. Planet Cradle, yeah. Yeah. Interesting choice. Let's see here. What emotion... <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> what emotion do you feel is most present in this picture? I'm starting to feel numbness from all of them, Destiny. You're showing me too many. Like, this is yeah. no longer, like, interesting. Especially when you're giving me the same six choices uh, for every picture. I'm leaning more towards relaxation here. This is too sharp for me to think relaxation. Okay. Like, this too, this comes uh, to uh, too fine of a point. I'll explain my thought process after you choose yours. I'm going to go with anger. Okay. So, my thought process. This is a sunset. Okay. On a beach. And the, and the stars are already being reflected. Oh, see, yeah, sunlight, eclipse, solstice. Mm -hmm. I, I would choose solstice for this. And see, and here's the ones I was thinking, like sword, mm -hmm. laser. So I'm going to go with laser. Uh, Solar see, blade immediately for me. Yeah, you can go for that. None of these rang with me because I think that they are fashioned after what we choose. Yeah, probably. All right, then. Just a few more. Oh, relaxation again. Yeah, I can, I can get on board with relaxation. Cosmic Sphere, Eye, Beauty, Pearl, Gorgeous. Pearl, immediate, like the, the, yep. it's just too round, yep. too shiny. Yep. Pearlescent, and was, iridescent. And I was thinking water, too, so. Mm -hmm. Spiral World, Marvel of Time, Formless Being, Higher Intelligence. I'm going with Marvel, Marvel of Time. Oh my god, me too. I was going to say that. I was just waiting for you to finish yep. reading the choices. Marvel of Time, totally. That's surprising. Is it? Almost finished. Here's a picture of me and my mom. What do you think? <laughs> what emotion do you feel is present in this picture? Uh, I'm going numb again. Uh, I wanted to go depression on this one. Sure. So uh, that, that's what we're gonna, what I'm going to do. But like, yeah, I, I could see where numb would come from. <sighs> oh, I don't like any of these. Chaos hopped up twice. Yeah. Mm, I'll go nebula. But I could also see gaseous, but nebulas are gaseous. Yeah. I'm going to go with Nebula 2, but I don't like any of them. Soulless Space. Perfect. Absolutely. For me, for me, yeah. No, same. Very good. Last one. This is me on the vacation to Bahamas. Again, I'm going Chaos. Okay. But in, in the chaos of, of creation. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, it, it doesn't make me feel anything, but I was about to say it doesn't make me feel anything because of how random it is. And, like, mm -hmm. I wanted to say, like, numbness, but, like, the randomness also does lean towards chaos. So I think we're, we're going to go chaos. Music, fire, voice, hollow, solitary, void. Uh, voice, uh, like, screams out at me for some reason. Like, it, well, like it's I, almost like it's coming it's from funny. the center. It's funny, because I was going to go with choir, but for similar reasons. Yeah. But also because it reminds me of that oracle deck that I have. Mm. So, but, yeah. What do you think the picture's called? Ooh. 
Ooh. Oh, well, wait a minute. These ones are good. Yeah. Oh, I'll stick with the Sound of Silence. I really wanted to go Sound of Silence, but Notes of Harmony keeps pulling me back. I was torn between the two. So I'm going to go Notes of Harmony. I was torn between the two. I think that wraps it up. Your answers have been documented well. Deep into your subconscious they dwell. But I am not finished with you yet. There are still some truths that have yet to be met. As a matter of fact, this is only the start. We will have a great deal of fun yet before we part. you got a half hour, Destiny. <laughs> so let me challenge you on another level still. I will pick your brain until I get my fill. This next set of questions will test your conscience more. And again, your honesty, I do implore. Let us begin. One year, you're running a little low on funds to purchase, a pur purchase presents around the holidays. So you decide to spend $1 and get everyone in your family a, a lottery ticket. You give each of them their own lottery ticket and wish them the best of luck. The drawing is held and one of your family members hits the jackpot, but it's someone who you don't really get along with and you just bought a present for them out of moral obligation. They plan to keep the money off for themselves as they feel like it was their ticket. How does that make you feel? Let's see. Uh, I would be indifferent. Yeah, the the choices are angry, jealous, happy, or indifferent. And I think indifferent, that's just the way life goes sometimes, is kind of where I'm at. Because if there's someone who I didn't even really want to buy a present for anyway, like, I feel like I don't have expectations for this person. Yeah, not only that, I wouldn't buy somebody a present out of moral obligation like that. So, yeah, yeah I'm also going to choose indifferent. Indifferent. That's the way life goes sometimes. Very well. And what would you wish to do in this situation? And let them be happy with their winnings. Yeah. All the other ones seem kind of petty. Yeah, try to steal their ticket for myself, destroy their tickets, so no one gets it, get them killed so I inherit the money. Jesus Christ. If the roles were reversed and you were given a winning lottery ticket, would you share the money with your least favorite family member you bought, who bought you the ticket in the first place? No. 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 But that's also why I don't expect them to share, because right. I wouldn't. I see. Now you're walking through a forest and you come across a black suitcase. Inside the case arrests one million dollars. Alongside the money, there lies a blood-stained note with only one word written on it. The note simply says, don't. How does that make you feel? Uh, uh, anxious. What if someone comes for the money? Yeah, definitely. Because that doesn't happen. <laughs> like, there's red flags all around that. So yeah, mm -hmm. anxious. What if someone comes for the money? And what would you do? What would you wish to do in this situation? Call the police. I would call the police only because... I wouldn't want someone else coming along and taking that money and them getting hurt. Exactly. Exactly. So call the police and let them know about the suitcase is exactly what I would do. If the note wasn't covered in blood, would it change your decision at all? It's still a million dollars in a case. Yeah. So no. Um, yeah, no. No, cuz like even even if I even if I felt like a million dollars free and clear, like you can't just like walk up to a bank and deposit a million dollars in cash and expect your life to be okay. Right. No. Interesting. Yeah, it has nothing to do... For me, honestly, though, has nothing to do with doing the right thing. It's everything to do about I don't want the consequences of taking this dirty money. Exactly. Exactly um, that. And I guess there is a little bit of right thing to do because I don't want anybody else getting hurt, which is why I would actually call the cops. But yep. I know that money's going to get misused anyway. So, fuck it, whatever. Let the cops deal with it. Right. The devil appears in your room at night while you're alone and you just, you're just you just about to fall asleep and tells you that he has a special one-time offer. 
In exchange for your soul and eternal damnation, he will let you choose from one of three glorious bargains. He has not told you what those bargains are yet. How does this make you feel? Um, of you know these, what? Of these choices, I guess suspicious... Suspicious. Would be the we closest. Got, we got scared. The devil's in my room. Suspicious. I don't think the devil truly exists. Intrigue. I wonder what he's willing to offer me. Angry. I want him out now. So, I mean, I guess at the, at one point it's like suspicious because I don't trust. Look, they just straight up told me it was the devil. Yeah. It's not that I'm suspicious because I don't think the devil truly exists. I'm suspicious of the offer. Yeah, and not only that, they just told me the devil exists. So how yeah. can I not believe that? So yeah, suspicious because he's trying to play me right now. Right. The devil then goes on to assure you that whether or not you believe in him to truly be the devil, he surely is. And to prove his point, he demonstrates magnificent magnificent magical prowess and drags you to hell for a split second before transporting you back to your... Okay, now I'm angry. Yeah, now I'm upset. In that second, you could feel a lifetime of pain and suffering in the most unimaginable ways possible. Okay, I'm definitely going to say no, though. Yeah. He then goes on to tell you if his of his offers in exchange for your soul to see if you can strike a bargain. Which of these would you choose in exchange for your soul, if any? All the wealth in the world. You'll never age, but can still die from physical injury. You can bring one person back from dead. I wouldn't sell my soul to the devil. Same. I would not, because, like, there's nothing that could make up for eternity Yeah, in no. torment. Like, yeah. it's, I wouldn't sell my soul to the devil. Thank you. Yeah, it's like, again, it's like me, you know, being in the in the position that I am, the belief system that I am. I'm not Christian. But, again, if the literal devil showed Seeing up... Seeing is believing at a certain point. Yeah, like, it's... it's like, well, shit, I was wrong. Guess I better go to church. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Uh, but yeah, no, there's no fucking way. If the devil offered you a deal of some other kind, would you accept it in exchange for eternal damnation? No. I can see myself accepting it. Like, if he was like, your daughter could go to heaven, guaranteed. Oh. Okay, fuck it, sure, give it to me. Fuck. I'm, of course, then again, I'm then still going to say no, like, but yeah, I, like, I can, now you can, know for sure. And right. you can just can, take your daughter to church and, like, right. you know, like, indoctrination it is. Yep. Oh, shucky dang darn. Guess I gotta go. I see. Yeah, buddy, you, you made this cut and dry. Civilization is about to come to an end as a plague sweeps the globe, turning everyone who perishes into mindless zombies who hunger for living flesh. You watch as everyone you know becomes gravely ill and turns, except for five of your closest friends and family. How does this make you feel? Uh, scared. Scared as well, yeah. It's incredibly sad. I don't want the world to end. Excited. I've always fantasized about zombie apocalypse. Scared. I don't know if I could survive for that for long. Uh, indifferent. This is life now. Yeah, scared. And yep. not necessarily for the reason that it says, once again, but definitely scared. Yeah. If you knew that a zombie apocalypse was coming in ten years from now, and you could prevent it from happening, would you? Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Interesting. You've been working at a company for 10 years, and you've been promised a very important, incredibly lucrative promotion. Sweet. However, someone hired only a number of weeks ago has been promoted to the position that you were promised. That sucks. Your boss eventually tells you, tough luck, and that maybe one day you'll get the position, and that he had to promote the other employee as a favor for a friend. How does this make you feel? 
angry. I was promised that promotion. Jealous. That promotion should have been mine. Betrayed. I can't trust my own employer. Indifferent. Everything happens for a reason. I am both angry and betrayed. Yeah, same. I, I, I'm going to lean toward betrayed because I almost feel like angry might be like toward the other person, which I wouldn't be. Uh, um, be I'd be fair, more though, angry toward the person to who fair, gave him that promotion. He's also just some guy's friend who got a promotion. So it's like, yeah, yeah. obviously not qualified for the position, probably. Right. I don't mind people getting promotions over me. I don't care if they've been there way less than me. Mm -hmm. It's when it's obvious, like, would this be nepotism at this point? Uh, it's a, a form of, at least. Yeah. So, yeah. It's but fucked up. I'm gonna go with so, betrayed because like yeah, I because we were promised the promotion and we can't trust those promises anymore. Yeah, definitely betrayed. Right. You've also learned a few secrets about the company that could be disastrous if they were to escape, such as the fact that they haven't been properly reporting their income for the last decade. What would you wish to do in this situation? Threaten to report my boss for fraud? No. Quit my job and look for new employment. Uh, sabotage new employee employee to get them fired? No. Nothing. You win some, you lose some. Uh, I'm not going to threaten anybody mm -mm. to get a position because then I can't trust that position. It is a shaky position at that point. Correct. Sabotage a new employee. Now, as much as I don't think he deserves it, it's not necessarily his fault, I guess. Exactly. And I definitely would do something. I think I would end up quitting my job and looking for new employment. Same. Same. Your logic is too airtight. I can't argue with you. If the roles were reversed and you were hired and promoted as a favor over someone more deserving, would you accept the position? Yep. Yeah. As much as I want to say no, I'd be noble and not to... Yes, 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 I would accept it. Yeah, I would. I'm looking out for my family first. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I see. Very interesting. You're home alone at night, cooking food in your kitchen. You turn around to realize that someone is watching you through the window. Fuck that! <laughs> Fuck that! Watching you through your window in the darkness. <laughs> they have their face and hand. Oh, fuck this. Fuck. Fuck this. <laughs> fuck this. They have their face and hands pressed up against the window and they make direct eye contact with you before turning and running out of sight around the other side of the house. How does that make you feel? I would say scared. Where did they go? Anxious. I didn't. don't know what's about to happen. And protective. I need my family to be okay. Also... There's one that I didn't say secure. I'm ready to handle whatever is coming. And that you would not, not feel how that. I, feel. No. I would not. No. I would I'm, feel all three, though. I'm immediately going for protective. Um, I'm immediately going for scared. Yeah, like somebody might die that night. <laughs> protective. Oh, I need my family to be okay. Oh, 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 I'm going to be afraid the whole time I'm gutting this pig in the fucking <laughs> uh, uh, yard. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Why did you make me do this? What do you think you do in this situation? <laughs> first, we'll we'll say what would I do first? Mm -hmm. Lock the doors and call the police. Grab the nearest weapon in the house and prepare myself. Check to see if everyone in the house was safe. Run out of the house and go to the neighbors. First off, I'm not running out of the fucking house. I am going to grab the nearest weapon in the house and prepare myself. Then mm -hmm. I'm going to check to see if everyone in the house is safe. Then I'm going to... Oh, wait a minute. I mean, I would lock the doors first, right? No, I would still get the nearest weapon in, in the house. Yeah, then that's, I would lock that's the my first reaction. My only thing is, I don't know if I'm checking to see if everyone else in the house is safe or grabbing the weapon first. Like, I feel like I'm shouting to everyone in the house, 
say something just so I know that you're here and you're safe. But like, but while still, I'm running to get my gun, like, I, I, yeah, I I would say I if I, out of that logic, I would still say you would be grabbing the nearest weapon. Yeah, if the face you saw in the window was the face of a supernatural entity and not of a human being, would your answers change at all? Nope. No. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Well, it depends on the supernatural being. I guess, and whether or not I can recognize it, and whether or not I know that there's a way to handle it. And... Oh, fuck that if I looked out the window and saw myself. Oof. <laughs> I'm going to present you with some more potential scenarios, but I'm going to ask for more simplistic answers as a result. Here we go. You're not feeling all too well, so you decide to go to the doctor. The doctor runs a series of tests and gets back to you shortly after to announce some grave news. Turns out that you've contracted an incredibly rare illness that there is currently no cure for. This illness causes complete body paralysis within six months Oof. of contraction, meaning that in less than half a year from now, you will be rendered in unable to move, blink, talk, or any form of expression whatsoever. Ugh. You will need you will need to be kept alive on a feeding tube, and you'll never be able to communicate with anyone else ever again, just being kept alive on machines in a vegetative state. Just fucking oh, that, kill me. Oh, that wouldn't even be vegetative state. You'd be aware. Yeah. Would you want to be kept alive in that state, or would you rather have the plug pulled when that happens? No, pull the plug. Let me die. I do that. I can't. That's like some type of hell. Yeah, I think I would eventually just just pull the plug. Yeah. Yeah. How would you like to spend the last six months of your life while still mobile, spending it with my friends and family, pursuing all the dreams I hadn't yet accomplished, making the world a better place while I can? I'd wallow in self pity and probably want to die. Spending, spending it with friends and family. Yep. There are diseases out there that can put you in that sort of unfortunate situation. Does knowing this motivate you to do things you've never done before and pursue more from life? Or do you feel relatively unaffected by the knowledge of this could potentially happen to you at any point in time? I, that doesn't motivate me to strive for a better future. Same. So I, I would say it doesn't really change anything for me. I am motivated. Right, but not by that. a better future, but yeah, not by that, no. Noted. You now have the disease. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you have a pet dog who you've raised since birth. Three years has passed, and it's the best dog you've ever had. You love it like your own child, and one day he runs away in the middle of the night, chasing after a wild animal in the darkness. Well, he should know better. You search everywhere for your dog, but no matter what you do, you can't seem to make any progress. About a month passes, and you still haven't seen any trace of your four-legged friend. Until one morning, you awaken to the sound of a familiar barking. It's your mother. It's how she always comes to the door. Oh, wait. <laughs> you rush outside to find that your elderly neighbor in his late 80s is out in his front lawn, joyously playing with your dog. He has named the beast J Jody, and him and your dog seem to be having the time of their lives. You rush over there and hug your dog, and he excitedly licks your face. Your neighbor says, Johnny's a good boy, isn't he? I lost him when I was just a boy about your age, but he's come back. Johnny has come back, and we're together again. Oof. Come to find out your elderly neighbor is suffering from dem oh, oh, dementia. Recently brought on by the stress and heartache of losing his wife just a couple of months prior to finding your dog. This dementia has caused him to believe that your dog, Johnny, is his old dog from childhood coming back into his life to make him happy and keep him company. This dog seems to be in great shape, very happy, and well looked after. And you know that telling the old man that it isn't really his dog and that it's your dog would break his heart and crush him. Would you break the news to him that this isn't his dog and take Johnny home with you, or would you let him keep the dog and choose to visit him daily to play and go for walks? Oof. This is this one's so situational and like 
I know they say you're supposed to make up the situations, but like immediately, I th- immediately, I would say take my whole my dog home with me. Yes, uh, several reasons. Route, yeah, there are tons of stuff that I could put into why, but he mm-hmm. wants simple answers, so that. But yeah, but go ahead. But like, I don't know if the, I don't know if this old man's gonna be able to take care of the dog. I don't know what this guy's treatment plan is. I don't know what his caretakers are like if he has caretakers. I will gladly bring this dog over and let him play with my dog, and like he can go and walks with us with the dog. But no, I'm I'm taking my dog home with me. Well, that and I I do know that you know depending on the kind of dementia that he has as well, you know it could be potentially dangerous for the dog. Yeah, that's true. It's very very true. So yeah, I'm taking the dog home with me. Does this story make you sad at all? Yes. Fuck yes. Can you imagine yourself in the old man's position, being so alone in life and finding one thing that makes you feel less alone and potentially having to face it being ripped away from you once again? Yes. Yes, Yes, it terrifies me. Next question. Let's say that you were viciously murdered by a serial killer and you fell for one of their traps. Let's say you were viciously murdered by a serial killer and you fell for one of their traps as they lured you in and made you their latest victim. Mm Mm-hmm. It's weirdly worded, but okay. Now let's also say that you're given a unique opportunity in the afterlife as you return as a spirit to roam the earth. However, you are bound to two potential options and only two. You can either choose to haunt your assailant and make his life miserable, hopefully foiling his plans to kill in the future and potentially save lives in the process. Or you you can choose to spend your time as a spirit amongst your still living family and friends guiding them in positive ways and making their lives better. You are bound to whichever option you choose until either your family and friends are no longer living or your killer is no longer living. You cannot choose both. Which one would you choose? Uh, choose to stay with my friends and family. Yeah, same. Do you think you have what it takes inside to drive your killer insane? Wait, did we choose the other thing? No. Do you think you have what it takes inside to drive your killer insane and push him over the edge? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, 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 yes, don't. I do not I don't. Oh, oh man, oh man! I have exactly what it takes to. And just... it's it's not that I'm lacking in my ability. I think like my abilities are lacking. It's that like this dude's already so far gone. Like, what could I possibly do? Keep him awake for a month. I suppose. You don't have to sleep. Do you believe that this scenario is possible? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Is this situation, if this situation happened to a friend or family member and they were viciously killed, which situation would you rather them choose? I'd rather them stay with friends and family. Yeah. I don't want their lives haunted by that shit. Or their afterlives haunted by that shit. Hmm, next question. One night you go to sleep and get a good rest that feels like the best sleep you've ever had. You wake up in an unfamiliar room in an unfamiliar bed. You look in the mirror and you hardly recognize yourself. You look as though you've aged 20 years. Fuck that. There's a sticky note on the television screen that says press play. So, fuck this. So you oblige the note and hit the play button to reveal a message that has been left for you by all of your friends and family that are still alive and well. Though they all seem to be 20 years older as well. They explain to you that every single day for the last 20 years, you've repeated the same day over and over again. All right, 51st dates. Come on. Mm Mm-hmm. Due to a severe head injury, your memory doesn't last more than 24 hours, so each day when you sleep, all recollection of what took place 24 hours prior is wiped entirely. Your loved ones have made a video for you to let you have a say in your potential future. 
You have the option of either watching this video every single day so you know what's going on and you can continue to progress your life, even though you won't have any recollection of it. Or you can choose to continue living as you had been, repeating the same day over and over again and living in ignorant bliss. Which would you choose? I'd watch the video every day because I wouldn't want to be that much of a burden to my friends yeah, and family. Yeah, I, I would definitely have to watch the video every day. I would, I mean, I wouldn't live in bliss. You can't live happily and unknowing. You would be waking up. Okay, let's just say, okay, let's just say 20 years ago, I was, you know, 23. Mm -hmm. 20 year, th 23 years old, I wake up now. Mm -hmm. This was like the early 2000s. Yeah. I wake up now. It's like impossible. I am so confused. I can't use any of this shit. Would you be upset if your family kept the truth from you for 20 years, even though they felt like it was, yeah, I'd be upset. Yes. I mean, How would they do that? How would they even do that? Yeah, I'd, I'd be upset. They'd have to keep me in a room, I guess. If your best friend was in this situation, would you make a video for them telling them the truth? Or would you repeat every day exactly the same for them in order to keep them happy? This is a dumb scenario, Destiny. Yes, we'd yeah. make the video. Yeah, we would make the video. Because you they, can't. The other would, option you keep giving us is literally impossible. They, they would have... You know what? This is how they do it. They would have to make a room, right? Mm -hmm. Or or even a house that stayed the same the whole time mm -hmm. and just had me in it. And, like, no and, mirrors in that house well, yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, and you can't go outside. And, like, they'd have to put gloves on you. So, like, when you wake, wake up, you can't, like, look at your own hands. Well, like, then, but then they would be aging. I'd see them. I'd see yeah. my own daughter. Like, let's just say, let's just say this happened, you know, 10 years ago. And I wake up when I'm 50 or whatever. You know, my three-year-old daughter is now in her 20s. Mm -hmm. It's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. No, the, the, the other option they keep presenting us is impossible. Yeah. I will take note of your answer. You've come to find through frantic digging in the attic and the reading of old files and newspapers that your parents are famed psychologists. You've also come to find that they aren't really your parents. In fact, they're not even related to you at all. The fuck is with these scenarios, man? Like, I thought, like, some of the scenarios in the last tests were fucked up. Like, these are bad. From what you can gather you're, through your new discoveries, a story tells of a young child who developed psychotic tendencies and went into a trance before murdering their parents in a tragically brutal way. Jesus. However, that child suffered so much trauma from the event of the loss of their parents. Once the trance had worn off, they repressed the memory of their parents' death, blocking it completely from their minds. <laughs> Two psychologists took the child into treatment and performed studies against the child's knowledge, raise against the child's knowledge, raising mm -hmm. that child to be a fully functional adult while playing the role of the child's real parents to further gather data and potentially help that child avoid a terrible life in the process. You are that child. No shit. <laughs> Would you resent your parents? Uh, yeah, I'd resent certain things they did and not resent other things they did. Uh, I guess no. Yeah, I guess no. Would you be grateful that they gave you a second chance at life? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the part that's, I'm okay with. Yep. Would you feel betrayed? Well, yeah, a little bit. A little, but yeah. But that's... I mean, yeah, sure. Would you confront your parents about the articles you found? Yes. Yeah. But also, like, I'm not just doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it because I want to know. Yeah, like, there's a lot of reasons to it. Like, even if, if I believe everything about those articles, and I believe, like, they're also trying to help me heal, I feel like at some point in time this would have needed to be addressed anyway. Right, absolutely. If you were in your parents' position, 
Would you do the same for a child in a similar situation? No. No. I don't feel like I'm qualified. Right. Or even necessarily that that's the right thing to do. Interesting. Is it? Is it, Destiny? I have one final scenario for you before we move on. The end of the world has come and gone, and all that is left are post-apocalyptic soldiers roaming the lands, combing through towns and laying waste to any survivors in their path. Why would they be doing this? In hopes of claiming their equipment for themselves in order Mm. to survive the harsh, barren wasteland known as planet Earth. Okay, sure. You get in good with a large colony of soldiers and spend about six months with them before they decide that you're not pulling your weight, and in order to save the very few food rations they have left, they exile you from the compound and send you out to fend for yourself. Shitty. You decide to venture into a neighboring town in hopes of finding food that was left behind by raiders, and it only takes you about a day and a half before you strike gold, a hidden underground bunker stockpiled to the brim with enough food to feed an entire colony for a year. Now you have a few choices to make. Is this the road... Would you go back to the colony and tell them about the bunker, or would you stay in the bunker all by yourself? Fuck them. I'd Fuck stay the, the colony. Yeah. If you could choose to only tell some of the soldiers about the bunker and t- let them in so you could lead a new colony, but exile the soldiers who exiled you, would you do it? No. I probably would. It depends on the relationship with the soldiers. Yeah, honestly. exactly. But, like, I also can't, I can't imagine me being with these guys for that long and not making a close relationship with some of them. Right. So, yeah, I'd probably do that. If you were to lead a new colony, would you build it based on savagery or, and raiding, or would you build it based on sharing and compassion? Ah, uh, ironically, sharing and compassion. Ironically. Exactly. Same. If you were the leader of the colony that exiled you, except it was you who exiled someone else who wasn't pulling their weight up. See, but... And that person just so happened to find themselves in a similar situation where they found a jackpot worth of food in an underground bunker but they refuse to share with you and the colony would you raid them and steal it for yourself or would you let them keep what they found if i were running a colony and i felt someone were bad enough to need to be exiled then yes i would take their shit yep i would probably i would probably even welcome them back honestly yeah maybe well Well, like all of a sudden all of a sudden because if the reason was you're not pulling your weight and all of a sudden you are, but I also well, don't think I might exile someone based on the fact that they weren't pulling their weight. No, but. no, no, I wouldn't exile somebody for that, mm-hmm. but yeah, very interesting. Well, that wraps up this portion of the test. How about these pictures? Wait, oh, fuck, but I need <laughs> more from you before I allow you to rest. A choice here, a choice there. Which would you rather? Oh, we're playing Would You Rather? Mm-hmm. <laughs> moral dilemmas abound from what I can gather. Nothing about punching nuns yet, so... Nothing. And you will answer clearly, crisp and concise. Will you be selfish, or is your conscience a vice? I don't think a conscience is a vice. In just mere moments from now, we both shall see the difference between who you are and who you wish to be. Let us begin. Would you rather abandon the person you love most or be abandoned by the person you love most? Hmm... Be abandoned. Yeah, same. Would you rather have friends in high places who would get you anything you wanted but didn't necessarily care about you, or friends who couldn't give you anything but they feel a deep personal bond with you? Bond. Oh, yeah, stronger bond, yeah. Would you rather find $10,000 and get to keep it for yourself, or find $20,000 but have to split it four ways with your closest friends and family? Oh, Give me the 20000 because it's what I'm going to do with the 10000 anyway. Split it. Right. So, okay. yeah. Would you rather cheat on your partner but never get caught on who oh, wait or never get and never get caught or know that your partner cheated on you but have no way of proving it? 
Fuck. Fuck. Can I? Uh, you can't choose neither. I guess get cheated on. Because whether I could prove it or not, like if they were that bad about it, there's nothing saying I couldn't leave. Yeah, that's fair. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, because if I know that they did it, but no way of proving it, it's not like I'm taking them to court. I know they did it. Yep. So, gone. Yep. Would you rather get rich through illegal means or be poor and live an honest life? Um, um, I think it depends on the illegal means. See, 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 they changed it. Up there it says rich but live a dishonest life, poor but live honestly and sincere. Down here it just says get rich through illegal means. I could be honest about it. Yeah. Yeah, with the choices they give, poor but live honestly and sincerely, I think. Yeah. Would you rather press a button that would kill your favorite pet or press a button that would kill your favorite family member? F- favorite pet? Pet. Would you rather get fired from a high-paying job or have to fire your friends from a high-paying job? Mm. Uh, I-, I gotta um, take care of my family. Yeah, I would rather... If I had to choose between the two... Yeah. I, it would... I, I would... Like, it, well, especially if the friend deserved it. Yeah, I'm gonna fire my friends. I'm Look, they're gonna get a hell of a letter of recommendation for whatever they're going to next. But, yeah, I... Fire my friends, I guess. Yep. Sorry, friends. Sorry, friends. Theoretical friends. Mm-hmm. Would you rather sleep with your stepsister? <laughs> Oh no, step bro. <laughs> uh, right. Would you rather sleep with your step sibling or sleep with your best friend's partner? Look, I nothing, mean, if, nothing here says it's not consensual. Right? Yeah. I mean, if if my best friend's partner is down with it, sure. Yeah, best friend's partner all day long. Now, step sibling is still a little weird. How long have they been my step sibling, though? Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going down that road. We're not. <laughs> Would you, would you rather save your best friend from certain death and let 1,000 strangers die or save 1,000 strangers and let your best friend die? Oh, fuck. Depends on the circumstances, but based off of the simplicity... Mm. Mm. I, I'm going to save my friend. I'm going to be selfish that way. I, I really, really think once it comes down to it, yeah, I, mm. I would totally... They'd be like, look, you don't know these 1,000 people, but we're going to kill them or we're going to kill your friend. I'm like, well, sorry, people I don't know. Would you rather get free food for the rest of your life or rescue a starving child from a third world country? Oh, I'd rather rescue a starving child. I mean, if if I had a button that was just like, okay, this this starving child will never starve a day in his life. Yeah, that's or, true. Like my you- immediate my immediately thought was like even if I like were like adopt a child from a third world country, Am I really giving them a better life? Right. Um, but if it's just I, like a button, that's yeah, just like, I, yeah, yes, that's, then yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, I can pay for my food. That's yeah. fine. But Well, wait a minute. If I get free food for the rest of my life, I could just ship it to that third world country. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Shit, I didn't even think about that. Would you rather be rich but without family or poor but with family? Poor with family. Uh, I, yeah, poor with family, 100%. Would you rather have to steal food for the rest of your life in order to eat or steal enormous amounts of money from the wealthy but have to destroy the money immediately after? What? Uh, if I had to choose between the two? At least, I mean, like, first of all, with one, you're you're just hungry. Right. Like, And with the other one, like, you don't get to keep the money, but, like, you know, eat, fucking eat the rich, man. Steal right, money yeah. from the wealthy and destroy it. Yep. 
Would you rather serve four years in the military during wartime or move to a third world country and never be allowed to return home? Oh, four years. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, I did serve four years in the military during wartime, so I guess that one. Yeah, I mean, same. Yeah, because I would never, I mean, never be allowed to turn home. That Yeah, that's that's not cool. Yeah. Those things, one of these things is not like the other. These things were not equal. No. Would you rather always be traveling 10 miles above the speed limit or 10 miles per hour below the speed limit? Uh, above. Uh, I'd, above. I, I kind of do would, that already I anyway. I would say, I would say below. I, I, I kind of already do above. Yeah, but I can't see me in a 25 mile an hour zone going 35 miles an hour and getting like a thousand dollar ticket because it was a school zone. That's true. But like at the same time, they could give you that same ticket for doing 10, 10 miles out under. Not be, it would not be as worse. It would not be as bad. For yeah, sure. that's true. I w I'm going to say above and I'm just going to avoid school zones. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> would you rather have would you rather have would you rather never have sex for the remainder of your life? Or have to have sex every day in order to stay alive. Fuck. Look, you can do a lot of things that aren't sex. I would still consider it sex, though. Sex is not necessarily just penetration of penis into vagina. Yes, that's very true. You know what I mean? I I, I think that it sex is if it's, you are is mutual masturbation sex. Yeah, sure. Oh fuck. Yeah, if someone is. I mean, and you don't even necessarily have to get off for it to be sex, in yeah. my opinion. In my opinion. Well, in that case, that's pretty easy then. Like, if all you have to do is have, if 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 that's the definition of sex. Yep, you're right. Then, like, if I look at my wife and like rub my penis a few times, like just had sex. That's fair. Yeah. So yeah, have to have sex every day to live. If that's the definition of sex, absolutely. Addicted to hardcore drugs for 10 years, but make a full recovery or addicted to alcohol for the rest of your life. Fuck. I'd rather be alcoholic. For, well, fuck. That's I'd rough, rather, man. Yeah. Fuck. This is a hard one. Oh, wait. No, but it makes a full recovery. I'm going to go with hardcore drugs. It's assuming I, this is guaranteeing that I live through it and I make a full recovery. Yeah. And like there's there's the whole stigma of it and people will judge you for the rest of your life. But the people who really yeah. matter. Yep. They're going to get over it. Yep. Yep. Would you rather live to be 200 years old in a perfectly preserved youthful body and have to watch your friends and family die around you or live to be 70 but die before your friends and family? Mm. Give me 70. Give me 70 every time. Mm. Mm. I don't even have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather sacrifice all of your friends in order to survive or sacrifice both of your parents? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> a lot. All my friends. Well, first of all, if I sacrificed all my friends, my mom and dad are getting sacrificed anyway. Oh, oh, listen to you. So sorry, mom and dad, but you're going to have to go because it's either you and everyone else or just you. So both my parents. Um, I, I some, you know, I, I will say this, that I do consider my daughter my friend. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I would say I say my parents and I hope they understand. Save yes. my kid. Please understand, mom and dad. I know sometimes you listen to this podcast you die either way, so I'm just saving some other people's lives. Would you rather get acknowledged for work that you didn't do or work hard for the rest of your life but not receive any praise for it? I guess it depends on how big the work is. Well, it's a, it's a, pretty much any of the work, you're not getting praise for any of it. So I would say 
Yeah, but the other the other end, right? Like, what oh. work that I didn't do am I getting praised for? Oh, like, right. like hey, if somebody a- cured cancer and like I'm what? getting praised for that, like I'd I'd feel bad about that. But if it's like, oh, thanks for raking the lawn, and I'm like, well, I didn't do that, and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, you did. Like, I okay, still, whatever. I, I I would still rather get acknowledged for work I didn't do. I'll be quite honest. Yeah, I think I think same. I I kind of live off of praise. So if I son of a bitch, would you rather punch a nun or get punched by a nun? Yeah, punch me, nun. Yep. I'd rather get punched by a nun. Would you rather lose all of the money you've earned this year or lose all of the memories you've gained this year? Oh fuck! They had to hit me in October with this. Yeah, right. (laughs) And how would I lose all the money I earned this year? I'm guessing they just revoke everything that you you spent it on too. Like, okay, I need a home to live in, and so does my family. So, like, I literally can't afford to lose all the money I earned this year. So, I guess I'm losing a year. Like, that could happen in a car accident. And, like, if all I lost was a year, I'd still be okay with it. So, I guess I'm losing all the memories I gained this year. Fuck, that hurts, though. That it, hurts. Does. it does. It does. But I guess if I lost my all the money retroactively, yeah, I would be homeless. I would have nothing. Exactly. You know, my, my kid wouldn't have any of the stuff. Oh, man, even if I got a bill for, you know, multiple thousands of dollars. There's no, I, you'd I would, never crawl out of that hole. Yeah, ever. No. So, yeah, memories. Would you rather flip a coin for a chance to win $20 or immediately win $10? I'll flip the coin. It's just 20 bucks. Yep, same. Would you rather know how you die or know when you'll die? Oh, fuck that. Um, fuck that. Neither, neither. Neither, uh, but you have neither. to choose one. I get, I'll take the how. Yeah, I'll have to say how. The, the when will haunt me. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rather be blind but able to see crystal clear underwater or be deaf always? Blind uh, except for underwater and I will wear a pair of reverse goggles. Yeah. I will wear a pair of goggles that is filled with water all the time and then I can okay. see perfectly. I only see in that little bit of water though. I would assume you'd see a see through it. But I mean like you could still like I don't know just have a pool at your house. I don't know if I can... It, one is always, and one is conditional. So take the conditional one, right? Mm, man, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with I, blind except for underwater. That's what I I'm going to choose. I think I would be permanently deaf. Okay. Would you rather give up all internet and social media but be able to travel the world for free or have the best internet in the world for free but never leave your house? Oh. I mean, do I get the internet back when I'm done traveling? <laughs> Probably not. I'd still do it, though. Especially if the travel's for free. I, you know what? I'm again first instinct. I'm thinking that this is not because it doesn't say give up forever. Well, I'm going with the travel. Th- yeah, because it's like I I see it as like if I give up the internet and social media, as soon as I get on social media and internet, I'm not allowed to travel the world anymore. Yeah, and then like if I leave my house, then I won't have the internet anymore. That best internet in the world anymore. So right. I'm going to say travel too. Would you rather walk barefoot across a bed of hot coals or walk barefoot through a pitch black snake infested corridor? Hot coals. I know how to do that. I don't, but I think I'd still rather do the hot coals. If 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 nothing else, I don't want to hurt the snakes. <laughs> right. It also doesn't say what kind of snakes. Right. Would you rather be the judge of a judge who sentences people to death or the executioner in charge of killing them? Mm, the executioner. Uh they're the same in my eyes, honestly. Yeah, they are. Uh, so I, I, it doesn't matter, honestly. You're killing them either way. Yeah. 
Would you rather have a witch cast a nasty hex on you so you'll always have bad luck or be haunted by a demon intent on possessing you? What the fuck? I'll take the hex and then spend the rest of my life trying to figure out how to break a hex. Right? It sounds sounds like a life of hell to me, either way. Yeah. So yeah, I guess with the hex. Would you rather be married to to someone incredibly beautiful who doesn't find you attractive or be married to someone whom you're not even remotely attracted to but they find you incredibly attractive? Ha! Joke's on you. I wouldn't believe that they're attracted to me anyways. <laughs> you fool. I, uh, I, attraction I, I, is necessary both ways. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. I, I would... I'm getting I mean, out of the relationship either way. It's look, gonna I'm happen. Just, I'm, look, I'm just saying this. If I'm not attracted to them, but they were incredibly attracted to me, once they, you know, start showing how very attracted to me they are i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that attraction's gonna pop up that's true i'm gonna go with that one but like if for some reason i can't muster the attraction that relationship's gonna be over right so yeah yeah i guess that's very again subjective mm-hmm. would you rather work a high-paying job that you despise or a low-paying job that you love doing uh, i mean at this point it'd have to be a high-paying job i despise because yeah, because you have to live. Money. You have to yeah. live and you have to... Like, when they say low-paying, well, as long yeah, as it okay. was low-paying enough to live... Yeah, how about that? Then I, I would I take say, it. I would much rather work a job that I love as long as I can support myself. Yeah, if it was as long as it's low-paying enough to live. But that's the thing, is, like, low-paying jobs aren't low-paying enough to live anymore. So, like, you have to take the high-paying one, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm choosing to to say this is in a perfect world where a low-paying job is still, like, enough to live. So I'm going yeah, with a low-paying job that I love doing. Would you rather walk one mile home wearing nothing but a pair of socks or be fully clothed but have to walk 100 miles to get home? Fuck, I'll take, I'll take off my shoes to walk a mile. I, I'm fine with that. Oh! No, it's oh, one mile naked. but socks. Yeah. I'll take the one mile naked. I have no shame. I do, but I also don't want to walk 100 miles. Mm-hmm. Would you rather find five dollars in your pocket or have to grab one hundred dollars out of a public toilet? Hundred dollars out of public toilet? Yeah, Easy. seriously, that shit could be sanitized, or I could just like hold it for a second and go deposit that shit. Oh yeah, slap it up on the the bank teller's desk. <laughs> I want like to deposit this. This isn't nasty anymore. Would you rather have a one hundred of your favorite books but never watch a movie again, or have one hundred of your favorite movies but never read a book again? Um, I would love to say books, but I have to be realistic here, and I haven't read a book oh, in a while. Oh, never watch movies again? So. Yeah, you're right. Would you rather always be 20 minutes late to everything or two hours early to everything? Fuck. Uh, I guess two hours early, because you show up 20 minutes late to work, you're going to get fired. Would you rather find a dead body or be witness to a deadly assault? I think I'd rather find a dead body than actually have to be a witness. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, it's assuming that the assault was effectively effective in killing somebody. So it's not like me seeing it, I have a chance to stop it. Right. So I'd rather, yeah, find the dead body, I guess. Would you rather be able to change your past or see what the future holds for you? Mm. We already talked about changing past. Yeah, I'd say between the two, look into the future. Yep, same. Would you rather have one really great friend or 100 mediocre friends? Give me that great friend. <laughs> Would you rather lose all of your teeth or lose one day off your life every time you kiss somebody? Luke, 
get rid of them teeth. Yep, I'll get some dentures. Yep. Would you rather win the lottery and lose the ticket before you can collect your money, or see your worst enemy win the lottery? Uh, see my worst enemy win the lottery. Fuck that. Yeah, I, at, least, I mean, at least somebody gets it. I would be legit, legit angry. Mm-hmm. Would you f- rather find true love or have your dream job? I, I've already found true love. Do I? Yeah. Would I lose my true love if I took my dream job? I guess. I, I guess. Let's let's just assume you haven't found her yet. Would you rather not have her and have a dream job, or have yeah. the dream job and not have her? True love. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'll say. I'll say true love as well. Would you rather have a pause button for life or a rewind button? Pause. Pause. Oh. Oh my god, I would fuck up that pause. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Pause. Like, like especially if I can pause and still do my shit. Uh-huh. Would you rather drown to death in gasoline or be boiled to death in water? Fuck. Drown, I guess. Drowned in gasoline, yeah. Yeah. Would you rather make a new friend every day or get one hundred dollars a day for doing nothing but never have friends? Oh, never have friends. No, I guess I don't like either of these. I don't want I, a I, new I friend either. every day, but I also don't want no friends. Right. I guess new friend every day, but like, sorry, new friend that I get every day. Chances of me actually like reaching out to you are pretty slim. None of that. I. I mean, Christ. Yeah, a hundred dollars a day is not. Yeah. No. Not enough right. to not have friends. Would you rather die to save your family or sacrifice your family to save your life? Uh, die. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather always be hated by those closest to you for something you didn't do or have hurt everyone you care about, but they'll never find out it was you? I guess be hated, because at least I didn't actually hurt them. Yeah, but yeah, but they're still hurt. That's true, I guess. Uh well, it doesn't say that they're hurt. It just says they're they're hating you for something you didn't do. It could right. Well, it's not necessarily just, something that hurt them. They just you. They think you it, did something that they didn't like. I, it's still. It's still. I. I see it. I see it as hurting. I. Oh, fuck. I. Uh, it's a rough one. I, I think I'm going to go with. I'd rather hurt. Oh God, no. That hurts even saying. Yeah. I, you know what? You're right. I'd rather be hated. Yep. Yep. Fuck. I'll take the hate. You know what? If I've hurt them, at least they hate me for it. Either way. I, I, I said it out loud and I'm just like, nope, nope. It felt wrong. I didn't like it. Would you rather sleep with your worst enemy or sleep with someone who you know has many incurable STDs? Well, uh, worst enemy. Yeah, I'm going to fuck my worst enemy right in the pooper. <laughs> Would you rather only eat food you don't like or give up all liquids except water? Um, I'll give up all liquids except water. Yeah. Would you rather always listen to music at max volume or always listen to music just above the lowest volume? If I had to choose just above the lowest volume. Yeah, same. If I was younger, I might choose something different, but... Mm -hmm. Would you rather meet your hero and find out they don't like you or never meet your hero at all? Never meet them. Yeah, fuck that. If I ever met Mr. Rogers and he said he didn't like me... Oh, that, that would destroy me. Would you rather never have a pet for the rest of your life or never have a friend? I'd rather never have pets. Yep. If I have to give up friends, then yeah, I'd, I'd right. rather not have pets. Would you rather live in excruciating pain for the rest of your life or live pain-free, but everyone you know and love will live in excruciating pain for the rest of their lives? I'll take the pain. Yeah, Damn. Pain. These don't even seem like good questions. Thank you for answering my questions, but we are not yet done. Man, Destiny, you are really dragging us out. 
for we have made it through many categories except for one. These final questions will be from deep within. I want to see your soul. I want to see your heart beat quicken. I want to learn all that you know. I want to see what makes you think. I want to know what makes you tick. I want to know your darkest truths. I want to know what makes you sick. I want to expel the truth from yourself. I want to feed on your precious fate. I want to learn of all your love and bathe in all your hate. So one last time, we sit together as we wait, await the final revelation. Have you ever punched a nun? <laughs> These are the last questions I have, the last examination. Take your time, do think hard, savor every moment dearly. For when I am finally finished with you, you will see it all ever so clearly. Bring out the nun. <laughs> and here we go! Oh, boo, 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 boo. oh. Choose one of these words that you feel resonates with you most in this very moment. Morbid, destructive, insane, unclean, volatile, impetulant. What's impetulant mean again? It means... Here we come, um, Google. I, I think it means, like, I almost want to say, like, chaotic. Impetulant. According to Grammarist, impetuous is an adjective used to describe something or someone as being or doing things that are not thought out or researched. Someone who makes rash or unplanned decision. Chaotic. Of these, of these, I think I'm going to go with impetulant. Yeah, same. Choose one of these words that you feel resonates with you most in this very moment. Curious, curious, intrigued, fascinated, interested, inquisitive. Interested. I'd say intrigued. Do you ever lie to those who are closest to you? Yes. Yes. Have you ever hurt someone who you know didn't deserve it? Yes. Yes. Have you ever lost your temper when you know you shouldn't have? Yes. That's almost the definition of losing your temper. Have you ever intentionally hurt an animal? Uh, I can't think of a time off the top of my head, but like... I mean, I mean, yes. I mean, I've eaten a cheeseburger. Right. Have you ever gone fishing? Yeah, that's true. I have gone fishing. So, yes. Have you ever blamed someone for something you know they didn't do? No? Maybe? I mean, when I was like... I mean, wait a minute. A I've little kid. Among, I've played Among Us. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> have you ever abandoned a pet no uh in the strictest sense of the word yes i have okay in that in that i have taken it to a family member to live okay i mean i guess it's not necessarily abandoning it's rehoming yeah that's not but abandoning i I, I, I don't think that's abandoning i would still uh, say no i uh, okay that's fair like i had a, i had a ferret that had ferret diabetes and like we had to rehome it so i mean i'm gonna say no I, I, I just know that there are people out there that have a very dim view on people who rehome pets because they're like, well, you should have taken a pet in the first place if you didn't couldn't take care of it. Like, well, we didn't know that those things were going to change. Like, <laughs> Have you ever abandoned a loved one in their time of need? Once again, abandon is such a strong word. I would say no. I've been made to feel that I did. Yes, same, but I would say no. Have you ever stolen something from someone that you cared about? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess we'll have to say yes on that. Have you ever broken something to pot to spite someone that you cared about? Uh, I'll say yes, because I'll assume... I I'm going to take this as to meaning I did care about them at one point in time. I'm going to assume it, you cared about them when you broke the thing. Mm, then that would be a no, but yeah. I can't think of a time that I did. Have you ever played the victim in a situation even though you hadn't been wronged? I mean, again, I've played Among Us. Yeah, I was also a little kid once. So. Yeah, right. Have you ever had romantic feelings for someone who wasn't your partner while you were in a relationship? 
Yeah. Romantic feelings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Have you ever wished for the death of someone who had wronged you? Mm, I don't. I don't think I've ever truly wished for someone to die. I have. I have. I, I, I feel. Have. I feel bad about it, but yes, I can clearly think of a of a person. So yes, I. I will say that I have had such apathy towards their existence that I wouldn't have cared if they died. But no, I've never. I've. Wished. I've literally wished for it. Like I can literally think of a time. Okay. Have you ever wished for the death of a loved one? No. No. That's kind of a weird question. If you knew that writing someone's name on a piece of paper could instantly cause their death, would you write down anyone's name? Yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it better be a big piece of paper. <laughs> do you feel like you could spend more time with your loved ones than you currently do? Absolutely. Um, I feel that I could if I abandoned a bunch of other things, including time to myself. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Have you ever owed someone an apology but refused to apologize to them? Yeah. 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 Totally. I have done it before. Yeah. Because there are people who I have owed an apology, but didn't necessarily feel like they deserved one. Right. Do you ever regret worrying too much about things you cannot control? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of like the point of it, right? Mm hmm. Do you ever feel like your negativity brings other people down? Yep. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's the nature of negativity. Do you ever regret not standing up for yourself when you feel you've been wronged? Yes. Yes. Do you ever feel like you've let others influence your decision making too much? Yes. Do you ever feel like you let others influence your decision making too much? Yes. I don't know why, but that sentence is not ringing with me. It doesn't look like a real sentence to me. Okay. I, do you let other people influence your decisions too much? Oh, your decision making too much. Yes. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. <laughs> Do you ever wish that you lived a more honest life? No. I don't think yeah, I've lived a dishonest one to think I'd need to live a more yeah, honest one. I, 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 I like to think that what dishonesty I've had in my... Well, maybe when I was younger. Maybe when I was younger, I could have lived a more honest life. But I think I've gotten better. Sure. Um, and, yeah. Has your dishonesty ever caused someone else to suffer? Yes. Yes. Have you ever had someone leave your life before you had a chance to tell them something important? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't think of anyone. Like, I've had some people leave my life before. I can't think of anything I would have wanted to tell them that I can't, that I didn't get the chance to. So I'm going to say no. Do you feel like you you prioritize people in your life that are unworthy of your time? No. Uh, I have done that before, but I don't currently do that. Yes, I have done that before. Yes. Do you ever feel like you prioritize your own wants before those who need you most? Um, sometimes, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say that those who need me, eh, probably there. There's got to be some time when I've done it. Do you ever feel like you spend too much time working towards something that you're not truly passionate about? Yes. Yeah, it's called the nine to five. Yeah. Do you feel like you're living up to your full potential? I feel like I'm doing everything I can to live up to my full potential. Like, other things might get in my way. Like, we could be doing more, but there's nothing else I could do at this point. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, yes, I am. I I feel, ugh, see, this is, this is a tough question, because I feel like I'm doing a lot, but I'm also spread kind of thin because I am doing a lot. Yeah. So, while I may, 
I, I feel like I'm doing the best I can, but I feel like I'm putting in very little to each of the projects that I'm involved in because I'm so spread thin. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's kind of, that's kind of part of what I'm saying to where like things I could be doing, there are things that I'm doing that could be better, but there are other things in the way, like other projects it. or other extenuating circumstances where I'm doing the best that I can, like I'm doing the best to my potential, but right. like, yes, it could be better if those other things were in the way, weren't right. in the way. Do you ever let your fears stop you from pursuing things that you truly want? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever refused to try something because you were afraid that you would fail? Ever? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever been attracted to someone but refused to let them know because you were afraid of being rejected? Yes. Absolutely. I was a teenage boy once. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel as though you're chasing the wrong things in life? Yep. Sure. Yep. That's when you stop and take a look around and maybe chase something else. Yep. Do you ever feel like you spend so much time planning for the future that you ignore the present? No. Not, not, oh God, yeah, I don't think I've ever been like that. Do you feel like your friends and family like you more than you like them? No. No, absolutely not. Have you ever loved a pet more than your family? Sure. I've yeah. had pets that I've loved more than certain members of my family. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that worked. Do you ever make up excuses to get out of going to an event instead of just telling the person who invited you that you just don't want to go? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, most of us have. Trying to save the other person's feelings. Yep. Do you ever feel like you spend more time with technology than you do bu building stronger bonds with your friends and family? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I sit in front of a computer for eight hours a day, which yep. is time I could be building relationships, but I have a job to do. Yep. Have you ever defended someone that you shouldn't have? A yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. Do you sometimes have a hard time admitting when you're wrong? Um, no. No. Sometimes I will admit that I'm wrong when I'm not when I'm not wrong. I do sometimes have a hard time admitting when I'm wrong. Yes. I'll say yes. Do you ever place the blame for your personal failure failures on someone or something else? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. It says, do you ever? So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever accused someone of something with no real evidence to back it up? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had sex with someone whom you know you shouldn't have? Yes. Yes. Have you ever had any kind of relationship with someone whom you know you shouldn't have? Yep. Yeah. Any kind of relationship. Yes. Any kind. Have you ever let a relationship degrade because you were afraid of being the one to break up with someone? Yes. Yes. Yep. Do you ever feel like you could take better care of your own health? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever let someone else take the blame for something that you did? Yes. Mm -hmm. I was a child with siblings. Yes. I, I feel like I have at some point. Yeah. I had I had to. Like, I, I can't think of a particular time when I say I'm a child with siblings. Like, I can't think of a time that I let one of my siblings take the fall for something I did, but I had to have, right? Right. There has to be a thing. Have you ever acquired something that you didn't really want just because someone else wanted it? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, there's several times I've done that because I've acquired it for that person. Oh, that's 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 actually a really tricky tricky way to answer that. Mm -hmm. That's funny. But I've done it. Do you ever feel like you're not living up to others' expectations? Yeah. Yes. Whether I feel like those expectations are realistic or not, I'm definitely not living up to them. 
Have you ever walked out of someone's life without any explanation? No. Not without any explanation, no. Mm, I feel like, yeah, I have. Okay. Do you ever feel like you focus more on the negative aspects of your life and what you don't have rather than being grateful for what you do have? Do you ever? Yeah. 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 Have you ever witnessed someone being wrong but didn't have the courage to stand up for them? Absolutely. (sighs) Yeah. I'm not not proud of it, but yeah. And finally, do you feel like you're a good person? Yes. Yeah. I do overall feel like I'm a good person. Very interesting. That concludes the ending to your examination. In your mind, I have dug myself a hole. I will analyze your answers very carefully, and now it's time for me to gaze into your soul. This is preposterous. This simply cannot be. I have expected every potential outcome, but yours seems to have evaded even me. Ooh. I was prepared to tell you of your fate, to play upon your fear, to break the worst of news to you, to plant seeds of doubt within your ear. But as I've asked you to be honest with me, I must in turn be just as honest with you. For as much as I wish to lie, I am forever shackled to the truth. From what I can deduct from deep within, from everything you've shared with me, in return I shall share I shall share with you, this is what I see. You are not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I could have told you that. And that fact alone is what makes you so incredibly special. Aww. Your scars are reminders of what didn't kill you. Your mistakes are who you were. The lessons learned are what you needed to be, who you knew you could be all along. Forgive yourself for the mistakes of the past, the people who you left, the people you felt you should have paid more attention to, the people you felt you should have given more of a chance, the people you felt you didn't treat the best. You are not the person you used to be. You don't have to be that person again. Every single second of every single day is an opportunity to change and be the person we wish to be. One piece of advice I must offer you is that your time is not infinite and your opportunities aren't either. You may not be able to change the past, but you can absolutely change the present, which will vastly alter your future. If only you believed in yourself as much as I believe in you. If only you could see what I see. You'd never doubt yourself ever again. Keep at it. Make the changes and flourish. Your secret word is appreciate. Remember this word. This will come in handy. Aw, how sweet. If you received an ending that you've already received before from previous examinations, remember, we did not ask you your secret words prior to taking this test, so that should be very telling. It means something very special. If your result was the same as something you've gotten previously, we'd like you to add the phrase twin words next to your secret word in the comments. If you received an entirely new outcome, then that means you've got multiple layers of things to work on in your journey. Or you may just have an extra layer of depth to your personality, but only you will know the answer to that. You've answered hundreds of questions. You've found deeper meanings. You've been enlightened and you've helped others find enlightenment. Many people have wondered just what the test series is truly about, but it's simple. The answers are always so much more simple than we believe them to be. The test is about you, the reflection in your darkened screen, the one who seeks the answers, the person who seeks answers. More than being about the answers, the test is more so about the questions. It's about making you think. It's about encouraging you to open up and admit that you're human, just as human as everyone else. 
The test is about unity. The test is about compassion. The test is about bringing people together and showing the world that we're not so different after all. Look at all of the secret words that have been left in the comments. Look at all of the thousands of people who are just like you. We all feel so lonely sometimes. We all feel flawed. We all feel pain. But that's because every single one of us is human. The world judges one another based on so many variables, but they're the most hypocritical set of variables imaginable. We judge each other and are judged ourselves by our peers who do the same exact shit that they judge us for in the end and that we judge them for too. You feel flawed because you are flawed. You feel afraid because you have the right to be. You feel overwhelmed because the world is overwhelming. Depression is overwhelming. Anxiety is overwhelming. Our problems are overwhelming. Suicide is an epidemic. We are losing loved ones before their time and any one of us can fall in the hardest times in our lives at any given moment. We can lose everything we know and love instantly and unexpectedly. But one thing that we are not is alone. You are never alone. We're all flawed because we're all human. We're all scared because we're all human. We all fight these battles every single day because we're human. But you never have to feel alone in your fight. Look at all of the secret words that have been gathered that match yours. Look at all the words that don't match yours. Perhaps those people are going through struggles that you have yet to experience or know nothing about. Perhaps some others know not of yours either. But don't judge those who are struggling. Help them just as you'd wish to be helped in your time of need. Don't be afraid to ask for help and reach out to those who are. Everyone is suffering. Some of us just suffer quieter than others. We are all in this together. The test series has helped bring so many people together and make so many people feel less alone. We've read your comments, and others are free to do so as well. We've read about how these games have helped you. We've read about how much pos positivity they've spread. We've read how many people say that their lives are forever changed. And I'll tell you one thing. If even one life was saved in the process of this social experiment, then it was worth conducting. And every single one of you that left a comment is a hero. By leaving comments, you helped spread the message out to others. You helped spread a positive light in a very dark time for so many people. And those people have you to thank for it. There are so many people in this world who do nothing for others, and they'll continue to do nothing for others. They won't lift a finger to help others around them because they don't understand that someone is suffering just as much as they are. They're just too afraid to open up about it. But not us. We've all opened up quite a lot, haven't we? We were brave enough to answer these questions that so many people fear admitting to. We were brave enough to take a chance, leave a secret word as a symbol on our participation. And for that, Random Studios would like to thank you by not only placing your name in the credits at the end of this game, so the world knows of your good deeds and spreading the word and participating, but we've also got another surprise for you. Everyone who has left a comment on our titles and continues to do so on future titles will be put into the credits of our new massive project that we've been working on, but that's not the good part. We will also be going through and selecting names for those who leave comments on all of our titles and putting their names right in the, into the actual game and storyline, whether it be a special item, a piece of lore, or a character named after them, and much more.
We've contributed your time and energy and helped others in need. We want to make sure you're commemorated for your efforts and get the admiration you deserve. Now, as far as your secret words go, your secret words will play a pivotal role in our new project. You will plug your secret words into different parts of your journey when they are requested of you, and they will alter the game in a way uniquely set for your specific words. This is an RPG where every choice matters, where every decision you make changes something about your session. This is an RPG that focuses on every human emotion and the decisions we make and how those decisions make us feel. Keep an eye out in the future for our main project, Chasing Demons, where every NPC from all of our titles will be represented with a storyline and the world will get to see how they all tie together. You helped shape it. You helped make it what it is. And we will be sure to continue to add more and more players into the lore and gameplay as we read more and more of the comments left on our titles all the way up until the official release. And again, to commemorate those who participated across all of our titles, we will be periodically selecting names from all of our titles. Thank you so much for everything you've done for us and everything you continue to do for the world. We greatly appreciate your feedback and support. We've read every single review and comment left for us. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you for everything you do. Thank you for playing and thank you for contributing your secret words to our projects. So I would like to also point out that we are not members of Random Studio, despite uh, us essentially just reading a big commercial for their projects right there. Right. You know, this is mainly me reading through all of that as a thank you to you know their their studio for you know a good game fun game mm-hmm. and um and hopefully looking forward to uh what they have coming out soon yeah definitely same i believe and i could double check but i believe chasing demons is already out maybe we'll play it at some point in time maybe on a, a twitch stream or something like that gather all our previous um secret words but yeah the these have been great for us i know you guys enjoy them as well i can see you know how much they get listened to so um yeah the thank you random studios thanks for tuning in to this episode of the casters guild we enjoy doing the test um there are a couple more games i might look into whether they're worth making episodes for for next season or maybe there might be some games that might be worth playing during our 24-hour charity live stream. So make okay. sure to join us for that. Email us at castersguild.gmail.com. Let us know if you decided to go play the test. I think it's worth it. They're not expensive games. They're a lot of fun. I highly recommend that you do. Anything else you want to say, Baron? Uh, nothing much. Uh, just, uh, you know, definitely remember what... That end of the test was definitely super accurate. You're not alone out there. And always remember, if you're going through some shit, there's always someone there that's going through the same shit that you are. It may not be much comfort, but just know that there are people out there who know what you're going through and may be able to help. Excellent takeaway. Thank you very much. Check us out on all the socials, and we will see you in the next one. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.